0: Brandy here once again to crack an egg of knowledge. Summer is upon us, and that means it's time for fancy beach cocktails like mojitos, cosmos, sangrias, mint juleps, margaritas, and daiquiris. It's just like sex in the city. And the best part Riverside Wine and Spirits has everything you need for those tasty treats. They also have a ton of great beer to choose from that comes in growlers, six packs, 12 packs, cases, and my favorite, kegs. So go have a badass summer and party on with Riverside Wine, Spirits. Riverside Wine and
1: Spirits.
0: Road. And hello, everybody. I'm Tanner, and here we are again for another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast, and, uh, or as Brian would call it, the uh, the good old SS4 skin. So anyway, this episode, we've got uh, Jared and Al and I recently went and saw the new Spider-Man movie, so that's what we're talking about this episode. So we'll warn you. Spoiler filled episode for Spider Man Homecoming. I'd say it's probably spoiler filled for any Spider Man movie that's out because we don't just talk about Spider Man Homecoming. So keep that noted. If you've not seen the new Spider Man movie, don't listen to this episode yet. Go see it, then come back to this episode. So, anyway, I uh, got that we're talking about. And then we also, the good folks at Riverside have sent us some Virginia beers as part of our state series. And I guess our loose connection to Spider-Man Homecoming. Part of the movie takes place in D.C. I told Riverside, I was like, it'd be neat if we could get some beers that... I guess we're in the distribution area of D.C., which would be Virginia beers and D.C. beers. I don't know. It was a bullshit uh, half-assed attempt to connect our beer selection to the movie. So cut me, cut me some slack there. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I also wanted to say um, this week some sad news for me. It was reported... While, you know, sort of working on editing the episode and putting it together is uh, Chester Bennington of Linkin Park passed away, which is super sad. I've been a fan, like a non-ironic fan of Linkin Park since easily a decade, maybe 15 years. I, I don't know. However long it's been since uh, they came out with Hybrid Theory. I was a big fan of that when I was a teenager. So, yeah, that's pretty sad. Hung himself. And I guess uh, hung himself on Chris Cornell's birthday, which is doubly sad because he was also a great musician and I was sad to lost him as well. But it's, uh, I don't know, 2017's not shaping up to be a good year for musicians and 2016 wasn't great either. But I don't know, it's sad. He's, uh, I liked his music, you know, Linkin Park. He also had a couple other bands like Dead, I think it was Dead by Sunrise, things like that, a couple other side projects. Good musician, seemed like a good dude Definitely had some pain Um, But yeah, sad to lose him I felt, you know, being a fan I felt kind of compelled to say something on here about it Uh, He also, he's had some great songs You know, he's contributed to movies over the years So So yeah, I just wanted to put that out there for people And then also wanted to remind everybody That this Saturday Is the Station Street Sip and Savor event Which is going to have lots of good food Lots of good wine, lots of good beer Brew chat's going to be down there you should be down there too, so go check that out. I think it's uh, sipandsaver.com or something, I'm not sure, but if you look it up on Facebook, it'll show up. I think iHeartRadio or something has something to do with it, and I think maybe US 101. But anyway, check that out this weekend. And then tonight you've got, uh, of course, Nightfall, where fastfalls, or uh, Fastball's going on, or I guess Friday of this week coming out, not just tonight. And there's also the... Uh, brews under the aquarium or whatever it's called going on not sure they've uh, not paid me to sponsor that anyway so i'm not quite sure what the name is so anyway there's that and that and then also go to our website brewchat.com make sure to subscribe to our podcast make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel it helps our stuff not get flagged also subscribe to the podcast like us on facebook instagram twitter everything's brewchat two t's check us out online brewchat.com and yeah Here's Episode 84 of the Brew Chat Podcast. we actually have uh, four beers today. Shit. All right, I'll that. Because awesome. I ended up going back to Riverside and grabbing some more. Nice. Um, so yeah, we've got four and they're all, this is part of the state series, I'm calling it that, but it's Washington, D.C. and Virginia beers.
2: I'm surprised you found any D.C. beers. I, uh, I found one. That, and I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know there's brewery restaurants up there. Mm-hmm. Solar-powered
0: beer. No, there was one up there. Uh, Atlas, I think. These, yeah. yeah, Atlas Brewing. But, yeah, with the idea, our loose connection here, since this week we're talking about Spider-Man, and not necessarily just Spider-Man Homecoming, Right. but spoilers abound for uh, any, all Spider-Man. Anyone who
1: hasn't seen Spider-Man too. Yeah. Probably, probably any of the Marvel movies in general.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah. And, uh... So since part of the new Spider-Man movie takes place in Washington, D.C., (coughs) which isn't technically a state, but it borders Virginia. Don't get them talking about that. And, uh... And... Yeah, the DC metro so, yeah, we, area. We, yeah, we've got the DC metro area. We've got some it, my thinking on it was stuff that you'd be able to that Spider-Man if he walked into a bar and was of legal drinking age right. in the film could have gotten within the distribution area. I okay. think
2: Tom Holland is of legal drinking oh, age, definitely so he could have is, done yeah. that
0: offset. There you go. Yeah, he definitely could have done that. Yeah. But I don't even think that movie shot in DC. No, it was filmed it was in Atlanta. Probably yeah. In Atlanta. It was all 100% in Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. And uh, then I guess CGI. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I was watching a thing on it. They like the fairy scene. Yeah. Um they went up and filmed like B-roll, like coverage footage of right. fairies. And then I fuck, I learned the term for this, but they have this digital uh like 3D sort of It's this software that you can use to scan a room Mm -hmm. into a three-dimensional space. So they'll go to places, and they're like, "Okay, this is a set we're going to use." And they set this this very much Tony Stark-like device down. Yeah, it's probably like a sphere that's in the middle of the room. Yeah, and it takes a like some sort of 3D image Mm -hmm. of the the room, and then they can convert that into a set that they then toss onto a green screen. So the actors never have to be actually on anything but a sound stage. Yeah. It's funny to me how... And then they how, can just
1: retexture it and... Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's, it's really funny to me how movies have sort of gone full circle where everything used to be shot. Well, it kind of like... It started out, there weren't studios. Right. So everything had to be shot in natural environments. Mm-hmm. Then studios got built and everything was shot in the studio. Mm-hmm. And then that... People got really sick of that look. So then it started to be shot out on yeah. location more. And then now we're back...
1: To shoot in back. Like, yeah. I'm just, just going to a yeah. place, taking a picture, essentially, and yeah. then putting that in a computer. I'm yeah. just
2: amazed at how many different places they can make Atlanta look like.
1: Right? What? Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything's
2: filmed in Georgia, mm-hmm. and they always somehow make Atlanta look like different cities.
0: One, Pinewood Studios, It it's not even in Atlanta. It's in, uh, I think it's Peachtree City, mm-hmm. which is like 40 minutes, 40, 45 minutes southwest of Atlanta. And I think it's southwest, but either way. Yeah, it's, like, 45 minutes outside of Atlanta, and it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, there is nothing near it. I mean, it's, like, the best <laughs> thing I can compare it to in Chattanooga would maybe be, like, there's one main strip. It's kind of, like, the very far-ass end of Hickson Pike.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Middle Valley. Oof. Where there's, like, one big highway. Yeah. And there's, like, some tiny little segments of strip malls. Mm-hmm. And then the highway, you can go really fast on that highway, like, it's almost like an interstate, because you're going, like, 55, yeah, it's a two but lane there's red one. lights and shit, so you got to watch out. Mm-hmm. And then, in the middle of nowhere, there's what looks like a school, but then behind it is, like, I don't know, they've got, like... That's where the actual Avengers headquarters is. Yeah. Yeah, it's down outside of Atlanta. No, I live Like, I've been on the campus, because I went down there trying to get on Infinity War last year. That's right. Yeah.
2: I lived in Saudi for three years
0: before I realized Middle Valley was a place. <laughs> <laughs> There's that custard place down there that's pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, you got to go way the fuck down there though. You're almost in Saudi, uh, that far down in Middle Valley, but it's called like Nana's, I think it's like a drive up no, thing.
2: No, no, you're thinking of that's on Hicks and Pike.
0: Yeah, that's what I said, isn't I it? I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah,
2: oh, I thought you were talking about like Middle Valley Road. Oh, that's no, not no, uh, no, Middle Valley, I don't think. Is on Hickson Pike. Middle Valley
0: Roads. when not, you veer off Hickson. No, I'm, I'm just re- talking about... Yeah, yeah Declanis, no, Nana's that, is yeah, a coffee I'm, place now. Yeah, oh, that's sad. But yeah, I'm just talking about Middle Valley is like the yeah. area, not necessarily the road. The sandwich place right up there is pretty good, though. Didn't know there was a sandwich place. Um, There's a good barbecue place down that way.
2: It begins with an A. Is that it's that right past? there, Thrasher Pike and Hickson Pike. The end of Thrasher. Mm. I can't remember, but... It's a little dive place, sort of like uh reminds me of MERVs. Alright. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but it's not Mervs. Did you experience pre flood MERVs?
2: Uh the one down in Red Bank?
0: Yeah, that very one. That's the only one when I know When was of. the flood? Uh the There's Great Flood. Oh. Uh the Great Flood happened like I don't know, I want Shit. I wanna say like two thousand nine? No, nah, I got it in twenty eleven. Yeah, it was like uh I mean, it wasn't anything major. It wasn't, like, a hard rain with, you know, like, Morgan Freeman. It wasn't, like, people ramping boats off houses or anything. But, I don't know, it just rained a shit ton for, like, a week straight or something. I mean, that's believable. And, like, really, like, how it's been raining off and on here where it'll just, like, downpour. It was doing that for a straight week or two. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the drainage systems couldn't take it. So, like, (laughs) they were backing up and Merv's flooded. Like, it was, you know, not super damaged or anything, but, you know, it got damaged enough where they shut down for a long time, and then they reopened, and they are not the same. That's a shame. Mm. Yeah, I've not been there. I went there one time after they reopened, and I was sitting there. I was so excited, and they could be totally different now. I really should give them another shot. I will say that yeah, i think
2: one of the best patty melts i've ever had cuz they reopened
0: probably like 2013 maybe mm-hmm. okay and cuz they were closed for a while and when they reopened they were a completely different place they used to have like skee ball and like all yeah, these games yeah okay in there. i was
2: there when they were doing the renovations and stuff to it okay um but i never got in when they had all the games or anything and they've got one out in saudi same menu but it's yeah. it doesn't have that charm yeah it, what it has <laughs> is octogenarians Mm. because that's really what Sadi has to offer.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, just, it's just sad to me, because Merv's was a great place with great burgers, and it's not a bar anymore. It's more of a restaurant.
2: Yeah. the food's And still, that's what I don't like. Yeah, the Sadi one is a mm. restaurant. But the the burgers and fries are still solid. Like I said, damn good patty milk.
0: Hmm. I seem to remember, and I may be completely inaccurate on this, but I seem to remember they changed their fries slightly after they had to close down for a bit.
2: Okay, I don't know what their pre-flood fronts yeah. were.
0: I'm not entirely positive on that, but there was something they had changed about the food that I was like, this is different. Mm. And I understand they had to get like, all new kitchen equipment and stuff, so it's not worn in over however many years <laughs> that place had been in business. So it doesn't have that grease layer that's just Oh, yeah, factoring it's in. called flavor. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I, I get that, but there was something else that they had changed that I was like, I do I'm not a fan of this. And I remember when I was there, we were waiting on our food and the people I was with, we were all like Merv's regulars. And then the flo- little flood happened and it was like shit. And so we waited and we we're super excited for Tobin went on opening night and there was this guy on a motorcycle pull up while we were sitting there and you could tell he was a regular before the flood uh-huh. and he comes in there and he's got his like motorcycle vest on. And it's, like, boots are are making that clanky sound that motorcyclers, they clank when they walk. And he's walking around, and you can tell he's just looking around. And this, like, he he doesn't say anything. He just, like, comes in, walks around real slow, looking really intently at everything. And then, like, walks up near the door, shakes his head like this, just like, (laughs) man. And then walks out the door gets on his motorcycle and leaves rides off into the and sunset and I was like that's exactly how I felt damn so I was like this place is not the same cause it, damn, it was a right. it was a neat little dive bar with incredible burgers and some games and all sorts of stuff and then all of a sudden it was a family friendly restaurant that happened to serve beer um, they got rid of their bar they had a physical bar and they right. ch- and they changed into a, a server station
1: Lame. oh yeah it is a server station
0: yeah so, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless,
1: no, isn't there a bar over there? I Unless they, again,
0: I've not been there since they reopened, but I was so disappointed when mm-hmm. they reopened. That was like, and I was even giving them slack, because I know, Yeah, okay, opening night, you yeah, can't opening night, like. But it was like, that was none of my complaints, like opening night gripes. It was all stuff, I was like, holy shit, this is just the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, they have made changes which are logical to them, which it I guess it does make sense for that area you would make more money in that area as a family friendly restaurant. Yeah. But shit, people need a place over there to drink and I lived over there at the time. So it was like I could have I could walk to Merv's from where I lived. Like, mm-hmm. Oh man. So Yeah. I mean it wasn't a quick walk, but I could still do it.
2: The uh I keep waiting for something to happen in that mountain the Right near the BP on Mountain Creek Road, there's like that empty shopping center back there.
1: Yeah. Like just
2: totally empty. And okay. you're like, something could go there.
1: Is that where we went and shot the crossbow? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wait, where out over there, like
0: where the uh, Dollar General is? Further than that. Uh, you're going down Mountain oh, Creek Road. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and the there's four this. Four Squares. Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, yeah. Four yeah. four Squares. There used to be a uh, way back in the I'm day. I'm glad
2: you know it was there before because it's always been yeah. just a ghost to me.
0: Now it's Four Squares Business Center. And back in the day, it used to be uh, there was a cheap theater in there.
2: I could, uh, I could see that. It's fucking sweet.
0: Like I remember, I saw Speed that's Two Cruise Control there. <laughs> I saw The Swan Princess. Um, I think that's where I saw Rain of Fire. <laughs> Rain of Fire. And I was thinking about that. Maybe movie. not, but I may have that. Yeah, but um, it was Speed Two Cruise Control or Reign of Fire was one of the last movies I saw there. But and then they shut down and and. That's all that was really in there was this movie office movie theater spaces there. and then offices and, like, some dental places yeah. and stuff. There's yeah, there's
2: nothing – like, there's just nothing in there. And I thought yeah. – you know, because I guess I was there post-Fun Mervs. I was like, this would be a spot for a bar because there's plenty of places to park and, like, work your way out
0: of. Because it's a whole the apartment, apartment crowd. Like. I used to yeah. live in that – Mountain Brook Apartments right across yeah, from there. Yeah, so where so we were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a guy when I lived there. And I don't mean to uh, call you out, Alan, but there was a guy that w- was jerking off in his van.
2: Uh, I didn't live there when <laughs> I did that.
0: <laughs> no, and there was there was a dude that I caught multiple times fucking jerking it in his minivan. Oh my god! Or no, it was a uh, it was like a navy blue GMC. Hmm. Yukon
2: Did he hmm. live there, or did he just? Yeah, I lived where he there because
0: I started doing vigilante shit on this guy, and because I was Why like, did you like, "Finish off. off for him." That's not fucking right. Like, yeah. well, because no the man first should time, jerk off alone. No, Tanner he, said the problem <laughs> is the first time it happened, and I caught him. He made it personal by doing it. I lived on the second floor, facing the parking lot, and he was doing it right in front of my apartment. Yeah, in the parking lot, well, well, and he, I'm, I'm convinced he was an exhibitionist or something because he got off on the fact. That I saw him because he—I mean, I believe it. Yeah. He had his light on he in his car, like he had his window down. I watched uh, him go throw away his fucking cum rag. Huh? And like the only time he left is when, because I was in such shock, I was just like, "What the fuck is this guy doing in his car?" Like, is he like needing a baguette? <laughs> like, that's his fucking cock. Holy fuck, this dude's jerking off right in front of my apartment.
2: Yeah. And it took me like
0: a long time. Like, I mean, it was still a short amount of time. But, right. Like, it took me longer than it should have But no, you don't lead this.
2: with jerking off.
0: And right. Then, yeah, that's uh, not the first thing your mind would go and then, to. And then I was like, what do I do about this guy? Because I mean, I was like, I should go grab my gun. And I was like, no, like, I, I should just fucking call the police. And, or I was like, no, I could get hardcore on this dude because this guy shouldn't be fucking doing this in a parking lot. There's kids up here. Yeah. Like, This is fucked up.
2: So you thought, I'm going to get my gun. No, I'm going to go hardcore. What's the next step?
0: I don't know. Like, (laughs) going down and slashing his tires. That's what I was thinking. I was like going down, sticking some knives in his tires, and then calling the fucking police. Because then he couldn't leave. And And if he did leave, I could tell the police, like, hey, I slashed his fucking tires. (laughs) uh, So just look for the uh, guy driving around on all flats.
2: I see where your head's at, but now you've I- trapped him there, and he's just going to keep jerking off in front of your apartment.
0: That's fine. Jer- well,
2: nothing else to do. Jerk <laughs> off, man, because,
0: uh, yeah, jerk off all you want in front of my apartment, and then the cops are going to show up and take you away where another guy can jerk you off.
2: I would have used okay. one of your fancy, Once like, old flashbulb you. cameras. See, just-
0: <laughs> so that, that was the thing, too, is I was like, I didn't think I could get my photography gear all put together. Get the lighting yeah, right, yeah. stage mm-hmm. it. And I was like, and I only had literally one shot huh. to be able to get the flash right to where it got it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe this guy's got a gun, like, you know. Yeah, um, that's true. But then I caught him doing that's it awesome. again, not right in front of my apartment, but in the apartment next door to it, and I threw a drink at his window, and then he fucking reversed real quick and left. And then uh, and I did call the police... After he left, I saw him throw his camera when he left. I called the police the first time, just like put a statement in. Yeah, and then I called him again the second time when I threw. I was like, "Yeah, I threw a drink at his car," and then, uh, and then I saw him leaving because I lived, you know, in that apartment. It kind of it, it's like on a mountain. Yeah. up in yeah. there, it curls up that big hill, and yeah. I lived on the very top of the hill, which is a dead end. Yeah, and there's no reason
2: he had to unless go that you far.
0: live up in there. Why you need to be up on top of that hill. Right. And so there was another time I was driving home and I saw him coming down the hill. I was like, this motherfucker, if I could whip a U-turn right now. And I, I couldn't at the particular area where I was. But, and then I saw him jerking in that, to bring it back, in that four squares parking lot one time.
1: Hmm. God damn.
0: I never caught him. I always, like, wanted to get justice for that dude. Because like, fuck that guy. Like, yeah. quit being a creep. Like. I don't care if you're jerking off just there's there's an area with the dumpster like go park behind <laughs> yeah. that. go to the four like, square lot where no one is yeah. man <laughs> cuz I was trying to empathize with this guy getting getting yeah. the head of the masturbation. what compels, yeah. what compels yeah. someone
2: to publicly masturbate
0: yeah and uh, and that's when I resolved that like no he compulsively he he's an exhibitionist he he likes the thrill of it uh, cuz I was like I was like maybe his wife's a bitch or something yeah. and he's not gotten some in a while and you know, and yeah. he just you know, he can't he ran out to the store for some cigarettes and he's really right. come here to just rub one out real quick or something. But the more I thought about it and the more times I saw him do it, I was like, No. This
1: guy's an exhibitionist and he's a weirdo. See and a now pervert. You should have grabbed the license plate number and then called the cops after he tossed the jizz rag into the trash and being like, his jizz rag's in the trash. Yeah, I should have just called, out I got his uh, license plate, you
0: can have his DNA. Fucking
1: DJ Caruso and
0: Grissom from CSI. Yeah.
2: I don't think a B cop is coming out and picking up a jizz rag for a public <laughs> masturbator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Run his jizz rag through the semen database. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just
2: zo- enhance and see if we can, like, get a match on him or something. Uh, now, I'm not one to publicly masturbate in cars, but I don't think I would in a car because, to your point, the license plate's there. Like, yeah. If I were going, since, we, since clearly everyone <laughs> asked me my opinion, if I was going to publicly masturbate, I think I would do it Yeah. in, uh, I'd get out of the car, do it behind, like, to Tanner's point, do it behind the dumpster, which now I can never masturbate behind a dumpster without thinking of Tanner, though. So, <laughs> these, are, these are all going to be great sound clips to pull one day when I'm famous. <laughs>
1: Uh, but, yeah, like, not, put on your not jerk put off on. In,
2: the, uh, in my car with my license plate. Somebody could, if you had gone, like, real, you know, ham on me, I could, you could have, like, looked up his license plate, figured out mm. where he lives, and, like, followed him home.
1: You know what you can do here is you don't have to have a front license plate, so you can back into a spot and then jerk off and then speed off if that no to one's be, watching that you. That, to be honest, was
0: why I didn't get his license plate, because he never did that. He pulled in front first, so yeah. I only saw the front of his car. And then when he was leaving, it was he too far for me to see. And, and I'm not was, good with yeah. fucking numbers, like you guys. But again, noticed. like that's yeah. only
2: because Tanner threw the drink at him from that angle. Like he right. could have walked out
0: and that's gotten true. him mm-hmm.
2: and gotten the license plate. So I don't. I I'm just saying, if I were to publicly jerk it, I would have found a better way to do
0: it.
1: Yeah, no, that anonymously. Anyway. That whole apartment, I've done it I'm, right here I'm at the table, and you guys to, uh, didn't
2: even
0: notice. I'm not trying to bash that I apartment, but if you guys live there too, I don't know. I had. I had a bunch of weirdos that I dealt with when I lived there. Like, there was a... Uh, I literally caught somebody, like, red-handed. You know, they had been painting or something. Nah, just kidding. I there. was but, wondering if you meant the literal. No, but, like, I caught them breaking into Micah's car one night during a thunderstorm. I, w- mm. I went out on my balcony to have a cigarette. Yeah. And Micah's car was there, and there was some guy, like, trying to jimmy his way into Micah's window. And then I was like, what's Micah doing out in the rain? And then I'd look back in my apartment and Micah's in there playing Xbox. And I was like, that's not Micah, but that's Micah's car. And I was just like, hey, fucker. He's like, huh? And I was like, get away from that car. He's like, oh, this is my car. I like my keys. And I was like, no, it's not. That's my buddy's car.
2: That's and an interesting like, oh, defense. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. yeah.
0: And then he had a, a getaway driver that like pulled up right then and like picked him up. And in hindsight, it was kind of dumb. He could have had a gun or something and just like pop me. But
2: if he had, a, if he could have had a gun,
0: okay. And not, and not to judge Micah, I don't know how
2: nice is Micah's car.
0: It was a Honda Civic. If I think about it, that's one of the most common yeah, cars. In the yeah. They were yeah. taking that to strip mine it. Yeah. 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 But
2: uh, it's. No, it's, I don't think I had any, I don't think I saw any weirdos. We lived, when you're going up and you make that first turn, you can make, like, another turn immediately mm-hmm. into, like, a row of buildings halfway up the hill. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. where we were. That's where, okay. yeah. So we could see everyone basically coming and going out of the main area, but there were pine When did you guys trees. live there? 2011 to 20... I
1: lived in there 2012. 2012-ish? Mm. Yeah. To beginning of
0: 2013.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I moved in there late 2013.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's, rent was nice. I could get in the pool whenever I wanted and,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. I I guess I
0: missed the Yeah, it's a nice apartment complex, but there were some fucking characters I dealt with there. I had a neighbor that was a war vet that hated me who, like, we had a showdown in the parking lot one night. He called the police on me because I parked on the wrong side of the parking lot, but we didn't have assigned parking spaces. Yeah, there weren't any. Um, and then the cop, he had written on my car with a magic marker and the cop showed up because he called him on me Yeah. and I was like, officer, I don't know. And I was drinking at the time, mm-hmm. like, well, just like during the day Yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and he called the cop. So I walked down and I've got like a glass of beer. He was like, sir, is this your truck? And I was like, yes, officer, it is. And cause it was during the world cup. Yeah. And I was like, there was like a eleven AM game. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm watching that and drinking. And I was like, Officer, it is my truck and he claims that i parked on the wrong side of the parking spot or parking lot, but we don't have assigned spots. And uh I'd be glad to move it, but I've been drinking. <laughs> so Yeah. And he's yelling at me and you know, he's written on my car with a marker, and then the cop ended up asking me if I wanted to press charges. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because he's yeah, yeah, a paycheck guy. That, that is such a
0: satisfying thing. Where it's like for that brief moment. I mean, of course I didn't. Like I don't give a shit. Like it was Expo marker. It just wiped off. But like for that brief moment to have that dude's fate mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. in the ball in my hand. I mean, like, sir, would you like to press charges? Ooh, I can do that. Maybe. No, okay. How long do I have to think about it? Can I think on it for about a <laughs> month?
1: And <laughs> Just let him like wonder. <laughs> uh, he said he might press charges. You'll just have to wait and see.
0: <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about beer. we talked. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. done talking about the apartment complex. But uh, what do we
2: got first? Uh, I
0: want to get into this Ponzi. Yeah, I already got one. Well, bored. let's talk no, about this Vienna Lager first, because this is a Virginia brewery. All right. Devil's
2: Backbone. Yeah, yeah Devil's, Devil's Backbone. Backbone Vienna Lager.
0: We gotta talk about this. Smells
2: hearty and weedy. Lexington, Virginia. I have no idea where Lexington, Virginia, is.
1: It's right by Lexington,
2: Kentucky. Kentucky shouldn't be
1: that little thing. No,
0: like,
2: no, that little thing is in Tennessee. That is in Tennessee.
0: <laughs> that's true. Hmm. It's just a very inoffensive logger.
2: Yeah, but that's. It tastes like every other Vienna I've ever had. I've yeah. thought that about Which this before.
1: Which is there? Yeah, Viennas are pretty. You know. Yeah, it's there. a step
2: up, like when you're done drinking your macro beers and you want something incredibly safe and inoffensive, go yeah. for any Vienna.
1: Pretty much. They all taste about like this. Yeah. They're all give or take 5%, 4.5% to 5.5%.
2: It's one of the most consistent styles <clears throat> I've had because they're so remarkably inoffensive and I could not pick any of them out of a
1: lineup. <laughs> we should do the Vienna yeah. challenge. Yeah. Oh, it'd be
0: so much of v- The
1: uh, Vienna challenge. challenge. Although I bet we can get some strange ones.
2: But, I, but to the Vienna challenge, I wouldn't be able to be like, I haven't, A, drank enough of them to be like, oh, that's devil's backbone. Mm, like mm-hmm. the macros I think we all thought we could mm-hmm. do. We yeah. could pick out who was who.
0: We should do that, though, because I have not had. We could do Viennas. Because across the board, Vienna loggers have been some of the most consistent styles that I've had. It's yeah, like they don't vary you... too much, and I know they have to. There's, maybe. No, there's no way that that style. Just I've kind never of had an exciting
2: same. or a terrible one. They're yeah. just there. Yeah, they're ripe for potential, I guess. To, but maybe it's something like if you ever want to, like, make a variation of it. There's a there's always a better style to play with. Like, man, I want to add like some sort of like fruit or hoppy character to it. Like at that point, make a pale lager, or hmm. an IPA we should, we, or something. I guess we should
0: probably know what makes a Vienna lager a Vienna lager. I think it's based on an old
2: Austrian style. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do know that. But they are they're balanced. General caramel coloring
0: and be a good very burger much
2: beer there. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's a step up mm-hmm. from your like Budweiser to be like, "Okay, I'm drinking a craft beer now." Mhm. Um, it's
1: like a it's like a light amber. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, it's
0: there. It's darker. Like, if I were just drinking this from the bottle, I wouldn't imagine it was this dark, though. Uh,
1: I could see it being that. I too. mean, that's pretty, that's kind of reddish.
0: I mean, for the audience, quality. it's not, like, mean, it's black like, black or anything. No, it's, it's just, it tastes lighter than it actually appears. Yeah.
2: It's probably a good cooking beer. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I could totally see that, yeah.
2: But for the price, at that point, I'll just use some Coors Banquet beer. Which is my go-to cooking beer.
0: I don't know. I'm a big fan of this. Uh, I've been trying it, and I've not been let down of this whole thing of uh, don't cook with a beer you wouldn't drink. Yeah. Like, always cook with good beer. And Because uh, I used to just cook with Coors Banquet or kind of whatever Yeah. I had around. But it's like actually putting thought into it of, okay, I'm cooking this particular dish. I'm going to buy this particular tasty beer.
2: I whatever. would. I I'd say... In my experience, it's been yes and no. I uh, Braising like a bunch of brats and something, you'll get mm-hmm. a little bit of beer flavor, but I'm not throwing, you know, some expensive Belgian in there, some mm. triple or some Trappist or something. Mm. But if you're going to make like some kind of marinade or glaze or something. Oh, yeah, it's going to be the main flavor. Yeah, that's when you want to kick up the uh, – and do something like you really like. Yeah, or like yeah. a sauce. Yeah, but – yeah, if you're making a sauce or maybe even a marinade, yeah. use a really good use a beer you love. But if you're substituting it for water to boil something, mm. that's when I'm going with the banquet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just me. But so also, the, I'm uh, not made to the kind of money to drop on like a delirium tremens and then cook a true. bunch of sausages <laughs> in it. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> that's like uh, when we use the Dos Equis for the fish tacos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 Dos Equis, I think, was a pretty good call on
0: that. Oh, definitely, and I'll, yeah. I'll drink Dos Equis. I generally like Dos Equis. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah, I've got my, no problem. One with of it. my favorite, the lager's is one of my favorite Mexican beers. Yeah, well, let's crack into that one now. That yeah, I want to try. This one. is the one see. from DC. Not a Dos Equis. We can only find one DC brewery <laughs> that distributes. Yeah, that they have a lot of like brewery yeah.
2: restaurants up there, but trying to get them outside of DC or on the go is. I, I like. I said, I'm impressed. You got one.
1: It's foamy.
2: I'm gonna recycle this lager glass all right. because I know this isn't going to offset the flavor at all.
0: The fun fact I learned today: uh, if you're camping, and which this isn't relevant anywhere around here ever, and hopefully it will never be, but if you're camping, you know while we're checking things out here, if you're camping. And you've got a propane stove. Don't use it below 10 degrees. Because... Uh, at that point, propane turns to liquid. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I learned that today.
2: Interesting. So it just, like, drools out of there?
0: I don't know what it does. They didn't really say why. They just said don't do it. Hmm. And they seem like... Who's the they? Uh, some, like... Uh, that survivalist guy okay. I was showing you Yeah He was like Don't do this If you're in an area That gets cold He have been yeah. talk About negative 10
2: Was he and talking 10 degrees Celsius Because that's A different number
0: Do they use Celsius In Canada
2: Everywhere Except the US Uses Celsius Yeah Could be, could be. But 10 degrees Is not even That's yeah. warmer Than 10 yeah, degrees Yeah that's warmer Than
1: 10 that degrees That might Fahrenheit. be possible here He's, um, trying to,
0: he's going for an American audience, so I would imagine so it was Fahrenheit. But I still don't know if he was talking about... I, mean, I
2: suppose we could just look up the freezing temperature or the liquefying temperature. Yeah, it...
0: Uh, <coughs> they apparently... I mean, it, it was like a don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, don't. It made me feel like it exploded or something, but maybe hmm. not.
2: Ponzi IPA. Yeah. It is way... Lo- it's probably the lightest colored IPA I've ever seen. I haven't tried it yet.
0: No, this looks like a pale ale. Or oh, like this a, lo- this Belgium, looks like a Kolsch. Yeah. Uh, Charles Ponzi
2: Stamp Press is pictured on it. Mm-hmm. Looking to get rich quick, a true maker of fortunes, a creator of wealth, this now still press was once a busy accomplice to a unique plot you may, uh, you may be familiar with. Yearning to crank out more... Uh, Yearning to crank out more postage... The press now idly sits awaiting its next great scheme. Invest now and be rich later. Much later. This is kind of hard to read because it's got yellow letters on an orange background with a silver pattern behind it. Yeah, (laughs) it
1: is. I was looking at this earlier. It is kind of tough to read.
2: It's a cool cool piece of art. Um, Yeah. Not good to read. Maybe that's the point. You don't want to read the fine print on the Ponzi can. Mm. But it is (laughs) solar-powered beer, the science of Ponzi, 7.3%. Yeah. Oh, and pairs with Indian curry, carne asada, and salted caramel. Mm, It's got all the facts on here. It's got the Play-Doh, the IBUs, and the SRM color.
0: There we go. What's weird, man, is I can kind of taste some carne asada in there. Like a little bit of carne asada and some pine salt.
2: This has, aside from the weird color scheme, this has all the information you'd ever want involving a beer. Does it have an expiration date? It does. Don't take a slice of my pie is stamped on the bottom of the can <laughs> date is. of birth three seventeen seventeen there we go, hmm. yeah, so aside from the weird <laughs> and it looks cool, it's just not good for reading, but it's got all the information I would ever want on a beer can brewed in
0: the district look you, at the uh thing in here but the head on this is crazy, like, look at the staying power of the shit, yeah, yeah.
2: Ooh, it smells... a
0: super thick, frothy head. But it tastes a little... You can taste a little bit of steak in there in a weird way. And you can also taste a little bit of pine salt. In a good way.
2: I get the steak. I don't know what that is Not like like. super filet, but probably more like a light sirloin flavor. Yeah.
1: I could see the curry. Well, I mean, it pairs with curry. I could see it pairing Mm -hmm. well with curry.
2: Yeah. Well, it's an IPA, so you'd want something bold to, uh...
0: Yeah. What's crazy is this thing's 7.3%. But, yeah, It does not yeah,
2: taste no. 73 No, it does not. And it does act. not like look 73 yeah.
1: I want to say also, because I know we have a lot of IPAs on here, but this does actually taste different than a lot of the other ones. It really have. does. This
0: is a good beer. Yeah. I
1: like this. It's close almost to some of those ciders that we had. It's a little, like, feet-y in a good way.
2: It's definitely the lightest IPA I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, it's pretty, it's light and crisp and, yeah,
2: 7.5%. Brewed in the district. I don't think I ever had this back home.
1: No. That's
2: not bad. I'd have to see their other art
0: and other stuff. Yeah, I wonder what other kind of uh, beers they have. Wait, no, I got, uh, hold up your SRM scale. See if this is <laughs> see if eight. It's an eight. 8. Yeah. All right.
2: That's Let's that's test really the validity light. of this. Like no, a, this is a terrible one. That Vienna we just drank is an eight on this thing. But this is the thing where a one is green and yeah, a 44 more like a is still a brown ale. Right. But well, also,
0: we don't know, like, that, I mean, that's gotten some use over the time now. So we don't know if it, it could have faded.
1: It, ne- it was never, like, black up Yeah, here. these it were, has, these are more. It been that bad. No, I knew no, that no, t-
2: as soon as Brian handed it to me and a one was mm. St. Patrick's Day green. I mean, this <laughs> it's is. not St. Patrick's Day No, it's Day not. Either. It's my house green. Yeah, a The closer. the disparity between <laughs> one to, and two. Yeah, I mean, you can see that from the other side. You can see that across <laughs> yeah, the room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That is not. Yeah. No. No. I can see it. I, I have one. I no. I was close. I
2: was without the without the numbers on it too. It's. Yeah. We need like Bri I I think that's why Brian uses the card and never whips out his lanyard, mm-hmm. like as a <laughs> as a judge for this thing.
0: Yeah. For all we know, he gave these things to us as a joke. He probably and did. he's like laughing behind our backs, like, "Look at these, <laughs> these fucking idiots using these goddamn shitty." I mean,
1: it's a nice obscure. lanyard. They fucking love them, jackasses.
2: <laughs> I do because I like knowing how completely. And that's why I talked about. I think he was on here before, and I was like, "How do you? How do you ever mess up when you're submitting a homebrew? How do you ever mess up the color? You'd have to use this mm-hmm. lanyard, and even <laughs> then, your judge would have to. Your judge would have to like really hate you." Even though it's anonymous, like the judge would have to hate everyone to be like, they're so completely wrong on this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is so far, this uh, Atlas Ponzi is better than the. Yeah, it's winning for for me me right now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. this is good. It's not, I feel like it's not even really competing against
1: anything.
0: I poured more, completely forgetting we've got two more beers to try.
1: That's true. Oh, we do have two Two more though. Bombers, too. Yeah, two big boys. All right, that's... Uh, what do we got? We got a black oh, is the one, one that we had, white one? had the other night?
0: These are both... Yeah, that was... Uh, this is cool. This yeah. is
1: pretty good.
0: That's
2: fruity, though. Let me see what else we
0: got. What else and do we have? T- t- Which, full produce? confession... barley wine. Oh, we had Jesus. that because of the show. Dang. That's okay. just I really wanted to try it last night and okay. plan on going back to get another yeah, today. Yeah, these bottles Vintel are Virginia. awesome. Uh, yeah, they're fucking sweet. I'd never... Especially Raspberry that one. Raspberry
1: Goza. Yeah. Okay. And this is a barley wine. They're pretty opposite of each other. No, we've
0: got a good selection. Yeah, we do have a very good selection
1: here. I would go... i got to go Goza first. Thanks, Riverside.
2: Yeah, shout out to Riverside. i got to say this one first. That barley wine's like a lights out, probably. Yeah.
1: Oh, I have to give a
2: shout out to... I cannot remember. Who was it that made that key lime? One of the barley mob guys... Oh, yeah. ...made a key lime, like, sour... And I have never, it, it was so good it infuriated me. Like, it, it ruined my night is how good this beer was, honestly. It tasted like a key lime pie. I mean, everything about it. You got the, the crust at the end. You got a little bit of the, like, cream on top, the yes. whipped cream on top. The key lime, it wasn't lime flavored, it was key lime flavored. Yeah. Like, it was infuriatingly good. Like, I wanted to just, like, kick my own stuff over and go, God, Fucking damn it! I'm never gonna make a beer like this.
0: Now I know that key lime taste you're talking about, but what? I don't know
2: how he did it. i to yeah, have to get the recipe.
0: But even in a key lime pie, what gives that in a key lime pie? I don't know enough about pies.
2: You know enough about it. You've had a key lime pie. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I know the flavor. Right. You're no, but about. that's what I'm saying is like, I, I don't know how he did. I don't know how he did it, but I drank it. I got the lime. I got the crust. I got the whipped cream. And yeah, it, it infuriated really me. Good. It was
1: really good.
2: It just it made me mad as how good this beer was. Hmm. It took me past the point of this is so good, doubled all the way back down to, like, the worst emotions I've had. I was like, I'm going to go outside and just punch a baby. <laughs> like, it, I, this is how good this beer is. I hate everything about how good this is. Oh, shit. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, here's a the towel.
2: There's uh, – so the Goza exploded. Sort of. That one last disorder. night did
0: that exact same thing. Oh,
2: thanks for that. That's yeah. Up. I
0: should have thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I totally okay. forgot.
2: I'll just sit in this and let it marinate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just put that towel down like yeah. Big Daddy style.
2: <laughs> so we have a very active. Yeah. Oh, I'm it's called the illusion of towel. safety. Yeah. How true. apropos. Yeah, I'm going to get an actual towel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm just going to let this calm down before I try and pour the dregs that are left of this bottle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I forgot that happened. I tried
2: to like stop it with my hand it didn't work <laughs> I had to edit some of this out
1: <laughs> don't make us look like this
2: beer this beer. beer blowing up like that that's what the key lime beer like made me feel no like. that
0: one spewed like I should have totally remembered to tell really you about that because the one last night that. did that, that all over Jared's <laughs> kitchen yeah and, uh, I mean we lost like almost a whole beer like out of that yeah, yeah we lost a bit of Just
1: it yeah and so this one we did too yeah
2: Guess I'm not gonna be able to recycle these pants like for another day at work. <laughs> I'm walking smelling like a fucking brewery.
0: No, that comes out of there like a fountain. So, yeah, this, uh, what's this brewery again? <laughs> Which beer is this? I just like Make it. Sure it's called know. illusion of safety. Maybe that's why they're bottling it summer like all oh, these idiots are gonna crack this open, get sprayed in the face. But the illusion of safety by, uh, I, I don't even know. That add. Let's see. Uh that's Tenebris.
1: No, that's, that's the other that's a different beer. Uh, well, it's, the same brewery. Oh, it's the same brewery. Theory. Yeah, no, Adroid, Adroid Theory? Adroit Theory, yeah. Adroit Theory. Okay. I didn't realize it was the same From beer. Vent
0: Hill, Virginia. So if you get the uh, illusion of safety from Adroit Theory, it explodes. Ale's violently. It says on the
2: bottle, Ale's brewed with fruit. Ale is brewed with fruit and should be roused before serving. What does that it's, mean? It I seems pretty. Don't roused. know. I would well, think it's
0: roused now. Yeah. For fucking sure. After There's that puddle a, on my floor.
2: I'm trying to. They do. They do this like nice vinyl label wrap around, so I can't tell how much is in it. But no.
0: For those listening, like he opened this thing.
2: Interrupted. I mean, it erupted. Baking soda yeah. and vinegar. Style. Yeah, we're
0: talking like a two-inch spew coming off the top of the bottle, like and pinkish not purple. Yeah, spew. pinkish purple into the floor.
2: It honestly looked like a like a fourth grade volcano project yeah it
0: really did yeah
2: i like the color on that because it looks like fake lava
0: no it's straight up raspberry (laughs) juice dude
2: (laughs) yeah it's been roused it has been this This is quite roused at first i was like how are we going to take down these two bombers i'm not opening that other one one of you guys can do that That's true
1: yeah we should we should do that over (laughs) the sink just in case
2: well
0: i don't think this one will do it
2: I don't know. It's famous s- last words. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, because this one's only 4.5 percent. It's meant to be a little airier and a little, you know. It's brewed with fruit. And it, yeah, it's got the fruit, so it's Ooh. it's got the extra sugar in there. So when they do the bottle fermentation, it's gonna yeah, you know. It's, it's got a nice little more.
2: It's, it's not got a nice wet denim feel on my leg.
0: It makes me wonder if you shook one up, if you could blow the lid off.
2: They're thick bombers, so yeah.
0: But the lid. I know. Yeah, it's maybe the artwork on these bottles. Because we've so never cool. had a beer explode like that. I mean, we've had some go off a little bit,
1: but not like that. No, yeah. that one
2: was mad. Yeah, that yeah, was, was sent pissed. like. I was um, sent with
0: anger.
1: Did you guys see that this is number twenty two thirty eight out of thirty six hundred? I wonder. So if there's thirty six
0: hundred stains on carpets across <laughs> the uh, right. Eastern Coast. But unless on yeah, unless you open it in
2: Jared's kitchen, there's like a, you
0: know, linoleum floor or something.
2: Yeah.
0: And this will, like, I mean, I don't give a shit about this carpet in here, but, like, this carpet was fucked up when I moved into this apartment. But... This is red. Yeah, if you yeah. had, like, if you opened this... This looks like nice cranberry home, juice. ...on some white carpet, like, it on your will couch stain your shit. Or, yeah, on yeah. your couch, yeah. it's going to stain your Be shit. Be careful. Yeah. So, yeah, again... Uh, Android theory, illusion of safety. Be careful opening those. Open them over the sink.
2: The right. the eagle's face on this bottle is the face I made when I opened it.
1: <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it makes me wonder. Maybe it it's a they, vulture and, face. I, I think I see a, like bones right there.
1: I'm gonna try this. it looks. Well, let's read about the thing. Let's see.
2: You know, it's funny because it looks like it, it. It looks so rich and sugary.
1: Yeah. But it's a goza. It's a raspberry goza.
2: But it's thick. Oh, that is tart. And tart. It's incredibly thick. And fruity. It's like drinking sour raspberry puree. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could enjoy it more if I wasn't bathed in it.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Did it get <laughs> all over your pants?
2: It well, I wore in the black jeans. It's like all up in there. Then it dripped down the side and got like underneath it, and like there was. And I, I'm strapped in with my headphones and the mic in my face. Like I couldn't run. I was trying to contain it, so I couldn't take the headphones off.
0: I love because how I would all have been, just like, kind of looked. It just like Duh. Well, I was. Uh, I'm not <laughs> trying to like pass the book, but idea. I was attached.
2: To like the table and in this chair thing, (laughs) and I mean, I could—I guess you guys were equally attached, but I was both holding the bottle and using my other hand to try and like stuff it back in, trying to
1: hold your hand over it. That was not working. Oh, (laughs) it would probably would have hit the lights (laughs) up there, the ceiling, (laughs) or something.
2: I might have, I may have actually like forestalled some damage, but
1: (laughs) it's good though. Did you read any of this? No, I was too busy being bathed in it. The illusion of safety or should we say the mirage that is our existence? Day in and day out, never deviating from the numbing routine of eat, work, sleep, repeat. Living in complete delusion that material possessions matter, that money, power, and status denote our individual worth. Battling the constant gravitation toward the inevitable, our empty luggage as a carcass carcass, void of meaning strewn across a deserted highway, the shell we once knew, now a home for the carrion birds. That's what this is. It's a carrion <laughs> bird.
2: That's called a vulture.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't look like a vulture.
2: It's got black feathers and a red head.
1: Yeah, but it, it's weird looking.
2: <laughs> I guess it's a vulture. It's surrounded by a, a picked clean rib cage. It is. It is. I don't know what else. Aside from a giant neon sign
0: pointing to it that says vulture. What, what is neat about these, which is on all the bottles, is they have a, uh, if you look on the back, they've got a food, cheese, and cigar pairing. Yeah, cigar. a oh, cigar pairing. Yeah. Oddly specific on all three fronts.
2: Now yeah, they've got, one? they're in bombers, so I guess they got room for the cigar pairing.
1: Yeah. Now I wouldn't, we were talking about this before, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily pair a goza, especially a raspberry goza, with a cigar. But, but if I, any, I don't know shit about cigars. Yeah, so maybe Yeah, that, so, uh, like, but if anyone is interested, this beer pairs well with seared scallops with saffron. Ooh. Fettuccine and asparagus. Okay. Uh, cheeses, uh, Nicasio Valley Foggy Morning. I've never oh, had yeah, that cheese. Oh, yeah, some Nicasio Valley, yeah. the Foggy Morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's,
2: a, that's a rather rich one, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. but everything else on this list is rich, so yeah. it makes sense um, to me.
1: And then the cigars, My Father Cigars El Centurion and the H2K CT Toro. Mm. Yeah, but the, H2... should...
2: the Toro pairs with everything, so yeah, it's not like... Yeah, that's true. It's a good one. It's yeah. a good one.
1: Uh, serve it at fifty degrees to fifty-four degrees, and then it says antithesis zero two six, and I don't know what that means. Does that have an antithesis number on it? Does that uh, other bottle, the Tenebris Tenebris? Where would that be? Underneath the food, cheese, and cigar pairing. Uh, it's got a number uh,
0: thirty-one twenty-two out of five thousand. Ghost five forty-one.
1: Ghost five forty-one.
2: I love how you can see that the bottle is of this uh, mine doesn't have a ghost number. illusion of safety is coated with the raspberry puree
1: Oh yeah, you can see it inside.
2: <laughs> since it erupted.
1: yeah, Let me see yeah, there cannot kinda, be that much of this left. No, I thought you went bottoms up on I did a, not On these glasses I oh, okay. no
0: i I mean I'll say for the audience I mean obviously this is a beer show, so we obviously probably don't have too many wine enthusiasts listening but If you've got a girlfriend or a wife, oh yeah, or well, and I'm making the assumption that it's all male listeners, which is probably right. Let's be honest. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if there are ladies out there, hi, welcome. So yeah, your man, your lady, or your wife, your husband, whoever, if they don't like beer and they're into wine, this is a pretty solid beer. I think you could sneak on a wine lover Mm -hmm. because it's heavy like a wine. You know? Or if they just like juice.
2: Yeah. You got to pair it with some of that, like, at least 70% cacao dark chocolate.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: that would be good. Anything less than 70 is going to get lost in the goza. Mm
0: -hmm. I would like some cheese with this. We could get some Some Nicasio Valley Foggy foggy Morning. morning. Yeah. We should get some more of this Uh, the next time we have the house on, because they're not big beer drinkers. They like the cider and That's true.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, some of them like beer, but the reason we got cider is because that's what they wanted to drink. And uh, we should get some beers like this the next time they're on. Like, try to sneak them into the beer world.
2: They must. Yeah. These yeah. must all be bottled at the same time because the bottled on dates like printed like as part of the label art.
1: Hmm.
2: So it like, is
1: printed on there.
2: Like hmm. instead, just like stamped on a bottle, like they sometimes do. Like it. Like this label was designed specifically for it to be bottled on six one seventeen.
1: Well, I guess they only made thirty six hundred labels. Yeah, it's
2: certainly possible. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know what the antithesis is.
1: Yeah, I mean, these these beers Who aren't super
0: cheap. Like, yeah. like, they're like 11 12 bucks 12 a bottle. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, this one has a ghost number, 541. I don't understand.
0: So maybe that's what they do. They just do, like, kind of exclusive sort of things, kind of similar to Amagang. Yeah. Where they'll have, like, batches they do. Mm-hmm. And it's not really, they don't have, like, a, a reoccurring brand that they just come out with constantly. At that point, that's beer kind of traversing more into art territory of, like, say we brewed a beer and bottled it, and it was a one-off, like, and you do a brewery of just one-offs. Yeah. You know, where you oh, know they're yeah, going to be, be interesting. you know they're always going to be You only be have one beers. barrel system, so you have to look yeah. yeah. You do a lot of them, like these. I mean, that seems to be what they're doing if, they're, if they've got 5,000 of them.
1: Yeah, this they, one has 5,000. Yeah,
0: so, so they brew 5,000 bottles of this particular beer. And then that's it. But it's weird to me that, and is I guess it's kind of an ignorant statement because, and I know it's an ignorant statement, but beer doesn't have the same luster, like that pretentious luster that wine lovers have, of where they'll like save a beer for thirty years. Right. You know, I yeah. know there are people like that, but overall, the beer community is not like that.
1: You don't really I mean, want to, for the most part. Because, I mean, that's why some of them, like uh, a lot of the ones that we have sometimes, uh, is it the Lagunitas Drink-By? Or is that Stone? Um,
0: uh, no, that stone. is Stone, yeah. Stone,
1: yeah. Like the Drink-By mm. ones for the holidays and things like that. Like, the, you know, depending on how you make it and what mm-hmm. you use to make it, you don't want them to last any longer. Yeah, yeah. If you, like If they last longer, the flavor starts to go away. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we've had beers like that, so we know what it does. Yeah, yeah.
0: When I like the idea of, I mean, and I don't actually know if that's what this brewery's doing, but they ha- kind of have a fancy name and it seems that that's what they're doing. Yeah. But uh, Amagang kind of does that. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like that. It's like, okay, I've got faith in the brand and the brewers of that brand. Like, you guys are always going to have some good shit, whether that's uh, a yeah. Vienna Lager or whether that's a IPA or whether that's a Raspberry Goza or whatever it is. Across Belgian the board, quad. they're always going to be good, and I can trust that, and I like it, that I can trust that. But it does suck that, you know, I may not be able to get this beer again. But they'll always come back around and brew it again, like, later on. Maybe. Yeah, they'll save the recipe and come back. Even if it's five oh, years yeah, down of course the road, they, yeah, they'll we'll always the come back and do it. Yeah. Um, Should we crack into this barley wine? Yeah, let's crack into that. If it's too much, I can always recork it. It'll save for a little bit, especially being a barley wine. It's not a super stout barley wine though. I think it was like ten point one percent.
1: I'm just gonna do some No problems to get opening this. this one, by the way. That was brave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Thank, yeah. You. Thank you. I had I had faith in the tenant. So it's
0: tena-bra. definitely the fruitiness of that Raspberry goza.
2: Ooh. I'm glad these microphones go up this high because I'm gonna have to like dry off a little <laughs> that's fine i've been sitting all day i can can handle standing for a little bit you know how you have like this has a really nice color there's it. like different i know there's like different cuts of jeans but like like some of them like my favorite pair which has sadly gotten a few too many holes in it to be like presentable but they barely feel like denim i mean these things are like they almost feel like linen i mean they are soft mm. they are supple I'll wear them anywhere. Like, I don't feel the need to change out of them at the end of the day. They're so <laughs> yeah. good. But the denim on these is a little stiffer and a little more uncomfortable. Like, if I had blown that up on my favorite pants, I could have been like, all right, I can air this out. But, like, this is that bad wet denim feeling Oh with yeah. These pants I'm wearing right now. you ever now. had a yeah. pair of Dickies? It would have just splashed off those. The Dickies just no, the beer.
0: Those, I mean, they're great for working. Like, if you're, if you're out there, like, cutting up wood and boring Yeah, they're, utility they're great for that but mm-hmm. you could stand those bitches up in a corner
2: yeah but I'm saying <laughs> but, like the Dickies might have or, like shot the beer off onto Jared or
1: something rather, yeah. I
0: should have said you could stand those britches
1: uh, 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 I got it yeah. I got it yeah
0: but no those Jesus. are some tough pants like geez Ooh, let's try this barley wine yeah like, it smells like a barley wine it does. looks
2: like a barley wine I'm gonna be so bold to say it'll probably taste like a barley wine
1: Again, the artwork is really cool.
2: The part where it didn't can, blow up was nice. An upside-down crow. It's like the Rorschach ink test. So you saw a crow? I see an upside-down crow. It smells
0: like a uh, nice Italian restaurant. See. Is it a restaurant? Like Tony's.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, like
0: you can, you can smell the bread. And and like, I, wouldn't,
2: I don't know about Italian, but certainly like an old steakhouse.
0: No, it smells like if you're in the uh, waiting area, waiting on your table at a nice... Italian place.
2: I usually expect to smell more garlic in an Italian place.
1: No,
0: there's feathers in No, it's bones, all bread even. you're smelling. Yeah, I, I, Cause that, everything, I agree. Because everything that it is yeah. is bread and a little bit of cheese, so you have that, like, staunch, that staunchiness stanch, that the in there.
2: See, I'm mm. thinking maybe it's a French restaurant now.
1: During medieval times, the shadow of the sun was how European alchemists defined the crow. It was their symbol for the blackness of despair and chaos. So it is an upside-down crow. Okay. We see the crow as a life force so powerful it can actually live off death itself. After all, it's not death if you refuse it.
2: What do we say to the god of death?
0: <laughs> it's uh, kind of today. a uh, very Game of Thronesy label.
1: Yeah, it label. is. It can pair with adobo-braised pork belly with creamed baby bok choy kanji. That is oddly mm. specific. Yeah. Or uh, for cheese... Cowgirl Creameries Red Hawk. And for a cigar, La Gloria Cubana Series N. Now just knowing I how, very specific. I
2: would pair this with some black cheese, like that blue cheese on steroids, some candied figs and caramelized onions.
1: Candied mm. figs would be really good with it. Yeah, What makes me
0: wonder about these good. pairings on here though? Because they're so fucking glazed. specific is that can go one or two ways. It's like I wonder if those companies paid to be on their bottle because just knowing how america works yeah, yeah maybe yeah. no it's a,
2: a partnership like on the yeah. cheese it wouldn't be paying, but maybe on the cheese label it's like pairs excellently with mm-hmm. the it, tenebrous
1: i i really want to try some of these really specific things with this beer now
0: yeah it's one of the f- only beers we we've had with such speci- like speci-
1: specific specificities yeah, yeah uh, there did, we go you said that riverside has cheeses right yeah do fancy they have cheese. yeah fancy cheeses do they have, do they new, have uh, some of these cheeses we uh, see I don't know time. if they
0: have that particular brand or anything, but I know they've got a bunch of different kinds of fancy cheeses, and they've also got a new little fridge down there that's got, uh, and this isn't even me trying to plug them. This is just me just talking, but uh, they've got a new fridge down there that's got something called Chattanooga Butter. Hmm. Huh? It's Chattanooga Butter Company, I think is what it's called, and it's CDC. like different. other right. God yeah. damn it. It may not be a Chattanooga Butter Company, but it's Chattanooga Butter something. It may as well be. Yeah.
2: I'm interested. I'll am You know, i
1: <clears throat> try some Chattanooga I gotta say, Butter. I
2: don't know if I've ever had... I've had some of that like Kerrygold Irish Butter, which is some fancy-ass butter. Well, but this is, like, this is I don't think like I've ever had like butter. local craft Butter. No. Yeah, this I'm a, down, though. Yeah, I'm yeah, down to try This is
0: like, uh, like I'm going to put it on a piece of toast or a pancake butter. Yeah. This is like... I mean, you could, but... This is like spreads. They're just calling it butters.
1: Oh, uh, no. like, like like gourmet butter. They're not jellies. Artisan
0: butter. Right. Yeah, they're not jellies, but like maybe some cream cheese spreads with yeah. some shit in it or whatever, yeah. Mm. Uh, but now, mm. I, now
2: I'm now i hooked on trying some like
0: real local, local butter.
2: butter or artisan butter. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a market with for like, that. With oh, like chive, on just yeah. me.
1: Like chive butter. I got to try the and, base know, first. Stuff
2: like that, yeah. I'm down, I do, like, I like some chive cream cheese.
1: <laughs> just take a slice of butter, mm. just a pat of uh, butter and just, like...
2: I gotta... Mm-hmm. You take, like, a little like a little wooden spoon or something, maybe spread it on, like, a Ritz cracker or something. And yeah. Not, like, a saltine, probably something unbuttered. Yeah. Because the something Ritz is already buttery. That's, that's what I was going to say. No, but a saltine's a very good, or an oyster cracker, something mm-hmm. so bland. Kinda,
1: uh, oyster crackers kind of have a little flavor.
2: I think it's blandness or lack of any sort of buttery flavor. Mm-hmm. A Ritz and, or even a townhouse, those are, like... Yeah, 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 they're all, yeah. are, and even salty. So mm-hmm. I can't like.
0: I like those cracker boxes you can get that comes with, like six different kinds of crackers. A bunch of like water crackers and some oyster crackers, and
2: I don't know these boxes. Oh, they're, they're amazing! Talking about, but... Yeah, they're amazing. Where do you get these?
0: Uh. And who makes like them? Like most cracker aisles, like at the, like food city or oh, okay. i didn't know if it was like I, yeah. some fancy
2: like yeah. i had to go to whole foods or something for it
0: no whole foods has there's it like a you'll pay like a variety box of crackers yeah it comes huh. to like uh yep. four or five different styles of crackers and they're not too expensive because some weird brand hmm.
2: oh i'll yeah. have to check it out yeah. uh, i'm probably not as adventurous in the cracker aisle chips sure i'll look yeah. at all the different flavors <laughs> but
0: I go wild in that Cracker eye. See, when
2: you need crackers, I just usually go to, uh, I hit my go-tos.
1: Yeah.
2: I'll try every different variety of Cheez-It before I realize they all kind of taste the same anyway.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I like better Cheddars. I like the Pepper Jack. But they're expensive for a tiny box. Hmm. Big better Cheddar got, sometime in the 90s, they realized they were better than Cheez-It's, and they're like, we'll sell less for more money. Fewer. Sorry, Stannis. We'll sell fewer for more money. (laughs) But that's... Yeah, I get some townhouse crackers. That's where I'll be spreading my, like, chive cream cheese or something. Mm -hmm. Make a meal out of a sleeve of townhouse. Get some
0: bagels, like a nice everything bagel.
2: I'll make a meal out of a sleeve of townhouse crackers and some cream cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I it's like, like it's them.
2: Great. I like them over Ritz. They don't have the structural integrity of a Ritz, which mm. disappoints me. But they have a much more delicate and balanced flavor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do fancy cracker pairings on here
0: one day. Cracker Jack. Yeah. Coming yeah. next week. Cracker chat. Cracker chat. Yeah. Cracker Jack. Not Cracker Jack. Yeah. Cracker chat.
2: Brew crack? No, that sounds bad.
0: Brew crack. Yeah. Brew crack. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. This is a very simple barley wine. Though.
2: Yeah, and it's a, yeah. It's not an What's overpowering the, one, which is, is nice. I love this thing?
0: It's an easy-drinking barley wine. Yeah. I expect it to punch me in the face a little it's bit. It's not but. one of the 10%. ones you
2: feel in ten. It's, I expect it to, like, feel yeah. it in my nose, like yeah. you do mm-hmm. sometimes, but Mm-mm. it's not doing that.
1: Which, that is still pretty light
0: for a barley wine.
1: Number 3122 two out of 5,000. Did not explode. Did not explode. Yeah, that's good. Strong. Hmm. Well,
0: let's talk about Spider-Man. Let's. I uh, I, I, re- I rewatched uh, watched one... We don't have to limit this just to uh, just Spider-Man Homecoming, which, m- if you're listening, we've obviously... We're going to talk you know, about sp- that, though. We're talking about that, so yeah. spoilers. Yeah. But uh, I rewatched The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I actually turned off The Amazing Spider-Man 1, like, about three quarters of the way through. I, I just got super bored. I preferred
2: mm. that one much more than The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Me too. Really? Yeah.
0: I didn't really like either one of them. It, it was really hard going back to those after seeing this new movie. And I'm not necessarily trying to
2: The lo- new movie's good. I'll just say, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Not, I'll lead with well, that. And,
0: and the new movie's incredible. And not just, like it's a great movie. And it's a great Spider Man movie. Yeah. But I'm not trying to lower the other Spider Man movies in order to elevate this one.
2: Can we rank them real quick? You what? You want to like leave with some yeah. rankings? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah we, we do rankings. can do that. I
0: just I rewatched The uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I feel like I've seen the Tobey Maguire ones because I really fucking liked the Tobey Maguire ones when they came out. Like, I yeah. liked that. the
1: first one when it came out.
0: I really liked the second one. The second one's a, like
2: The first and second incredible. Tobey Maguire ones are probably tied at first for yeah.
0: me. He was a, a shitty Spider-Man, though. That was my thing. is I thought he was a decent Peter Parker, but yeah. he was a shitty Spider-Man.
1: The to- yeah, the- yeah and he then, wasn't
2: nearly as quippy as Spider Man needed
0: to be. Yeah, and then I really yeah. liked the. Uh, and
1: then the third one was terrible.
0: Yeah, the third one was terrible, well. and then the Amazing Spider Man. So that was Sam Raimi. Yep. And I'll give props to him on that. He, he went for a very comic booky thing, and even the transitions and swipes are and, very comic booky. So I he, mean, he met that goal.
2: People say X Men launched, you know, superhero movies in the mainstream. I thought X Men One was. Okay, but I always say, to I, me, Spider-Man, it starts in Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, same here, man. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, the first Spider-Man was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and its flaws. The whole, the whole Willem Dafoe as the He was Green great. Goblin. Yeah. Yeah, he was
0: great as the Green Goblin. And then the second one is equally as good. Doc Ock was a great villain. Yeah, like, I forget
1: that actor's name. Uh, Alfred Molina. Yeah, Alfred yeah. Molina. He was
0: also in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. And uh, But then you get to Amazing Spider-Man, which is Mark Webb. And they just tried so I mean he's coming fresh hot off five hundred days of summer. Mm-hmm. So they are just forcing that teenage drama and angst down your throat way more than I remembered when I first saw and it.
2: And he was a terrible Peter Parker.
0: He was a terrible Spider-Man, Peter Parker. He was too Peter cool.
1: Parker. Yeah.
0: He was such a cool guy. Yeah. He yeah. was too like, cool. Like he was a smart ass and like like he wore glasses like once.
2: He was too hipstery. Yeah. Okay.
0: And but that's what Mark Webb does. I mean, he killed yeah. in Five Hundred Days of Summer because that was a. I mean, I liked that movie at the time, but I've not rewatched it because the hipsteriness of it kind of annoys me. But I, it's a good movie.
2: I thought, what's his name? I thought the lizard was good. Yeah, and the guy who and the yeah. Kirk Connors, the actor who's Re-siphons. <coughs> yeah, I, I thought he was a great Kirk Connors and lizard. The rest of the movie, I thought really the- not so much.
1: The Spider-Man fight scenes were good. And I liked no, the I liked the fight choreography. I yeah, thought that was really Spider-Man neat. Spider-Man yeah.
0: Yeah. fight scenes in that, Spider-Man moved the way he should in that movie. Yes, yeah. He, he was a
2: good Spider-Man. Yeah. He and, was an yeah. awful Peter
0: Parker. And then uh but those movies, like I was telling Jared last night that they don't age well, but not graphically. Mm-hmm. They look fine, but just like Tonally, they don't age well. Like you're like, okay, nobody's gonna fucking talk like this and act like this. Like, come yeah. on. And then on top of that, er, all like that one was worse than Tobey McGuire. Like Tom McGuire was like 35 <laughs> and playing a high schooler, but like these guys looked way worse, even though they were a little younger. And then in Homecoming, we finally have an actor, even though he's older than high school, he looks high school age. He's aged, got like. a baby. He face. doesn't look like he can grow face. They hair. found someone who yeah. was
2: done aging, so they could get a Peter for the long haul. Yeah.
0: And uh, I would put that's great. he looks like he's like about to go into. College, I would put Homecoming.
2: Great. However, the ranking goes. I'd rank Spider Man's the the first two one and two at the top. I'd put Homecoming right beneath that. Then Amazing Spider Man. And I I don't know. It might be tied for bottom between Spider Man three and Amazing Spider Man two. Mm-hmm. Those movies are textbook examples, and I hope they use them in like film classes of studio interference. Yeah. Like, if you're going to mm-hmm. take a day or a week to just, like, okay, so, you know, film <laughs> students, you all want to be, like, the next big Hollywood person and change up the formula and everything and stick to integrity. Let's show you what happens when studios interfere. You have great movies that precede it, and then yeah. the studio goes franchise. One
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, what's okay. interesting is with the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, you had a well-established director... Yep. That had a two, very... Cranked
2: out two hits.
0: Yeah. And he had a very well-established base of, like, source material, mm-hmm. knowledge. And he went with just, like, a comic book vibe. And I, he succeeded, at least in the first two. And then the third, studio interference.
2: Yeah, they mm-hmm. hadn't, like, tapped the well dry of all the yeah. villains yet because this is the first run.
0: And then the third bombs, and then they decide, like, okay, what are we going to do? We got the Spider-Man property that's hot. Okay. Reboot let's, before we uh, Reboot the it. Yeah, before we lose the rights, oh, this uh, this guy, everybody's wanting a high school Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and this guy just created this super hip indie movie, 500 Days of Summer. Let's hire this guy hot off the indie and Sundance circuit and get him to direct this uh, John Hughes high school-esque Peter Parker story. And then we get super hip vibe, cool Spider-Man, and... That's that, but that's still... I mean, it's massive studio interference. It's them taking...
2: Amazing like, Spider-Man yeah. 2 was a trailer for the Spider-Man franchise. Oh, yeah, they wanted to yeah, go into Sinister like, like, Six.
0: Yeah. It, well, in that movie <clears throat> God, that got movie cut up bad. so many times. Like, yeah. just on the editing room floor. Like, you could have made, I don't know, probably four movies out of that one movie. It's like...
2: Like, it'd be... What Batman movie, because, you know, all DC cares about is Batman, it'd be like starting the Dark Knight off with Heath Ledger's Joker dying. Like, we haven't met him yet, but now he's on his deathbed and he's dead. His greatest villain, Batman's greatest villain, dead Mm -hmm. in the opening, like, scene. Even though we never got to see a movie with him, but, like, we'll make his son the next
0: hotness. Mm Mm-hmm. And that actor, like he's—he's he's a great actor. He I just is. don't think he's found a role that clicks for me. yet. he keeps bouncing around. Because I hated him as Harry Osborn. Oh yeah. God, he—he he was so. I don't just, know if like, it was shiny, his fault. Though. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't his fault. Because I've seen him in other things, and he's great. But in this particular movie, like fuck, he's horrible as Harry Osborn. God, I why do they about hate Green game. Goblin masks? <clears throat> I don't know, but I'm fucking done with the Green Goblin. I don't want to fucking see the Green Goblin. On screen again, I don't. I seriously don't it's care not gonna if I be, see him ever
1: again. It's not going to be as good as Spider-Man One. It's like the Green Goblin's portrayal. It, it's not even that. I'm be. just
0: sick of them. I mean, they've only tried to redo it twice, but it's like he's got way more villains than that. Yeah, and he
1: has bigger villains. Yeah, yeah. Venom.
0: And I like in this new movie, they've uh, they've set up. Michael Keaton was a fucking great villain. He was. I think His so. best work in this movie was out, and that's not saying anything bad about the stunts and the action scenes or anything, but Michael Keaton as the vulture, his best work was outside of the suit.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He you know, yeah, they, yeah. He, he
0: was an incredible villain, which, you know, it's no secret, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of shy on solid villains, mm-hmm. and he was a great villain, and they kept him alive.
2: Yeah. And it's not that, like... um Robert Downey Jr.'s got to take off the suit all the time so we can get that FaceTime in there. Like, Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton's hot, but he's not a hot enough property that, like, make sure you remind the audience at every single possible interval that this is Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Like, show his face. We got to remind people we got Michael Keaton for this movie. Mm -hmm. And when
1: he removed his mask, he at least had a reason to do it. It wasn't like Spider-Man 3 when fucking Tobey Maguire kept pulling back his stupid... No, that was a Tobey Grace. So, yeah. To, yeah, right. Tobe yeah, Grace. it was a Tobe flight suit. It was Grace. a
2: literal flight suit, and he, like, peeled it off and threw his helmet angrily. Like, yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, it was good.
0: No, and then they teased uh, Scorpion there at the end, which this getting mm-hmm. into some, like, little nuggets Scorpion. of... Uh, like Easter eggs and whatnot for forthcoming shit, which this movie had a shit ton for the MCU moving forward.
1: Yeah. Because
0: yeah. so. my prediction is after Infinity War, they are going to use Spider-Man as the linchpin the way they've used Iron Man <clears throat> for the bases for Phase 1. Yeah. Mm. Spider-Man is going to be the linchpin for Phase 2.
2: That's... And,
0: but back to what I was saying about the villains, they tease Scorpion, mm-hmm. they're of Matt Gargan, which that's super badass if nobody listening picked up on that. Yeah. He was on the ferry and then... They even say his name's Matt Gargan, and then at the end, it's like they really yeah. put right on the nose yeah. with a scorpion tattoo on his neck. So. Well,
2: they're not trying to recycle anyone that they've wasted in these yeah. other movies. I, you know, I, I love the Hobgoblin. I love his look. I like him better than the Green Goblin. I'd be happy if they did that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll set him up instead of Green Goblin. Like, you could fool a casual audience person to be like, this is the same dude, but still stick yeah. to the source material. Um, I would honestly love it. If they did it, like, in the comics and went, like, three movies without showing you who he was. Like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, if they had cool. a
2: hobgoblin but they just never said – even threw off the scent completely by – because people are going to dig around and, like, snoop through stuff. But, like, cast a totally different actor
0: mm-hmm.
2: as, like, the person who plays the hobgoblin. So you can be like, oh, it's someone we've met before because that's how comics work. Yeah, But, like, fucking – I don't know. Andy Serkis is the hobgoblin. <laughs> But he's not anyone in the movies. So mm-hmm. they just, they do it that way.
0: He is, though. He's Claw.
2: He, I'm saying he's not in a Spider Man movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But yeah. to your point, yeah, yeah, he could be Claw, but Claw isn't the hobgoblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you just get a good, like, mocap or stunt dude yeah, yeah. in the suit who is. And it's, you know, Andy Serkis doesn't show up anywhere in a Spider Man movie, but the studio can be like, oh, no, he was in. We have the actor. He's one of the, re- he's a supporting cast member. Because that's how it works. Um, but, you know, Andy Serkis isn't a supporting cast member. He's just... And it works because if he has a proper mask or helmet, you can make his voice sound like literally whoever.
0: Yeah. Now, that's... Uh, I, I'm curious about to see... Because I don't know what... I've been reading up on trying to study it on whatever deal Sony has worked out with Marvel. Because apparently Sony is going to come out with some Spider-Man universe movies that won't have Spider-Man. Like, they're going to have a Venom one. Uh, there's going to be one yeah. with uh, Black Cat and, what was it, Silver Fox? Silver Sable? Silver Sable, Silver, yeah. yeah. And so they're going to do just these, like, villain movies, but it's not going to have the Spider-Man. See, I don't... I, I do not mean, they're not going to take place in the MCU. It's weird. I don't... Mm. I don't expect I don't, them when, to be good. when you said
2: they're going to make Spider-Man the linchpin, I don't trust Sony enough. And I'm sure either Disney has them contractually locked in something.
0: Oh, like, Disney definitely has them can, locked down for sure.
2: I don't, I don't think they have them totally locked down. But there's, there's either some high-powered lawyers who are like, you are not going to make this kind of movie. Or mm-hmm. you are going to make this kind of movie. But like letting Sony do its own thing? I mean, we, we are fresh off of the Sinister Six yeah. spiral into yeah. fucking awfulness. Like, mm-hmm. that, uh, so either they're, they're either not going to bank it on, but Marvel is not going to bank it on Spider-Man, or they effectively own them in some sort of Faustian pact
0: oh, way. Oh, <laughs> in it, it, Disney, I, I, would, I mean, their ultimate goal would just be to buy Spider-Man back yeah, right. from Sony, but Sony's not going to let that go. Not if they can lease him. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and right now Sony's having to do very little work. And they just get a check.
1: Well, that's uh, what I'm Marvel, saying is, so.
2: yeah, the, the penny the penny pushers and money guys at Disney clearly, like, did some math. Over, like yeah. If we lose all distribution money on this, but we write, produce, direct, choreograph, hype up, market, et cetera, we still make, like, X amount
0: of dollars. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, and, I'm and sure now they, all their movies will be better because they can use Spider-Man. What well, I'm sure if they that's have how it works. That's how it works.
0: weird deal too, where like they only get a percentage of money for the amount of scenes like in Civil War that he actually shows up in. Mm-hmm. Like if he's only in 10 percent of the movie, they yeah. Only how's get Chris Evans like, getting paid? Yeah. Which might have been
2: one of my favorite parts of this movie, honestly. Yeah, there was. They have Captain America. They showed some of it in the previews, <laughs> but it's clearly it's done to look like an old video. Like, they taped it a while ago because it's Captain America in his Avengers outfit, Mm -hmm. which is my least favorite of all the Cap outfits. But it's unique enough that it dates it. They have Cap in his Avengers 1 outfit doing, like, school PSAs, doing horribly, purposely horribly taped, like, you know, service announcements and educational things. They do a great bit where he's like, I'm good friends with your gym teacher, and he points the side of the TV that the gym teacher's not even on. And they show where yeah. it fits in because you've got Hannibal Barres as, as the gym teacher. He goes, I mean, "He's
0: great. I'm obligated, yeah.
2: and I'm obligated to show you this thing." I don't know. Dude's a war criminal or something. Yeah. Now I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, no, that like,
0: so great. I just like that it's clearly required. Dude's a war criminal or something. I don't. know. I just
2: like yeah. that in this universe, it's clearly established that. These schools are required to show Captain America, like, <laughs> PSAs on not just the importance of, like, physical fitness, but, like, chastising you for winding up in detention, and <laughs> apparently there's, like a, like, a puberty video, and the lines are great, <laughs> and the delivery is <laughs> wonderful, like, so you're in detention, he's got his hands on his hips, so you're in detention. That's not cool, and I know a thing or two about being cool. <laughs> I lost it every time he said shit. The end, we're spoiling it anyway, the very end last end Uh, credit scene is he comes out and does a video and talks about patience and how it usually doesn't pay off (laughs) he must have like i'm trying to think of like how many takes did it probably take for him to do that without like just laughing his ass off and clutching his left nipple
1: i want to (laughs) see the rest of them i know there's no i know there's that's what i'm saying they
2: produce these they have like and they'll be on, like, the Blu-ray or something. Yeah. Or are, are we still doing physical media? Whatever digital download you get, yeah, you'll yeah. download, like, several Captain so. America PSAs. <clears throat> I wonder if I, have them.
1: I haven't looked for them on YouTube or anything like that. I bet there's some of them on there. They might. Maybe not yet. They'll eventually oh, this they'll be. They'll do it to hype yeah, right.
0: up the home release of it. Yeah, it'll start yeah. coming out when it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray and whatnot. But I hope
2: they just – they wrote, like, ten of them. You know, two-minute yeah. bumps or something. Forty-second <laughs> bumps, even, of Captain America – doing and it you know it looks like an old vhs recording <laughs> they look they purposely look dated that's it was a little thing but it was one of my favorite parts
0: yeah i loved that there were a lot of this movie was packed full of little easter eggs mm-hmm. yep like i mean in a weird way it kind of felt like a fun little sequel to iron man 3 because you get some follow-up to uh i mean and even though it's, it was advertised in the previews that tony stark was going to be in this movie way more than he actually was like, he wasn't in there that much. He was in the opening scene. He was in that scene where he shows up after the fairy scene. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, like, he's at the very end of the movie. Like,
2: he had sort of a, like, a presence in it, though. That yeah, was probably the only presence. thing I yeah. had to, the only gripe I have is it was very, like, they weren't banking entirely on their own Spider-Man property. Mm-hmm. They had to remind you at every other turn that Tony Stark Iron See, Man. that
0: didn't It never felt oppressive to me in a way like that because in the comics, there's a huge relationship between yeah. Tony and Peter, and Tony's a big mentor. And I, I was like, okay, cool. They finally were able to get in on that action. That's pretty rad. And just the fact that he wasn't in every scene, and even when he saves him, Iron Man comes and saves him out of the lake or whatever mm-hmm. after the first vulture encounter. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, so this is where it starts. Tony Stark comes in. And then it's just the suit, and he's at like some Hindi. I gotta thing.
2: say, I loved his homemade Spider-Man suit. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little sad, honestly. He got his own suit back at the end, and I felt the suit itself was a little too was, Iron Manny. Yeah, I think so. Um, it sort of takes away from how good Peter is, or whatever. Like he designed the web, sure, but like Peter's the one that designs web grenades and yeah. And I, I was thinking about. It. I love that. In the training wheels program, he's, it was a little weird to me that there's a training wheels program. Not that, but when you lose training wheels, you get to access tutorial mode. Like, you shouldn't need a robot assistant if you're out of training wheels. You don't, that's what the yeah. train like, that should be in training <laughs> wheels yelling at you all the time. And then you get out of training wheels and you can make the decisions yourself. Like, you shouldn't need a buddy to suddenly tell you when to start jumping. Mm. We're done with tutorial. And that, Tony clearly programmed in a lethal force mode, thinking like, "One day I'm gonna decide this teenager can kill people."
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, that's the the Iron Maniness of the suit didn't really bother me, and I realized after watching the Amazing Spider-Man movies Mm -hmm. how much more or how little it bothered me because I missed it. Actually, because the the I didn't think it took away from Peter's. Ingenuity and things like that, but it—I don't know—it it gave me something that I felt Spider-Man needed.
2: It gave him more time to be quippy and have dialogue. Mm-hmm. But I thought his buddy Ned did a good job at that of yeah. having a friend who's not Harry osborne who's not going to inevitably betray him.
1: Mm-hmm. The guy in the chair.
2: Yeah.
0: What I love too is the fact that they've—they're uh, really shaking up the cast on this, like MJ is apparently Hispanic and See that. See, I don't know what I I'm I'm, I'm okay about. with all this cuz like the the yeah, race I got to find a way to shake it up a little the
2: bit. The race thing aside, I that honestly doesn't bother me. It's that she had that character had no reason to be in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of studios trying to pull the wool over our eyes with stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Like her name's not even Mary Jane. Yeah. No, it's I'm Michelle. Michelle. It. I'm not.
0: That's the difference. I'm, I'm character. fine. It's uh. Well, and that's the thing too. Is like it could have been a total, just farce. Like, like I wasn't. Jane comes in later. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah.
2: That'd be interesting. Like it's. I don't like make. I say make all the Fantastic Four black. I've said it before. They.
1: Because <laughs> who the fuck cares?
2: Yeah. And uh, but I feel like Johnny and Sue need to be the same. Their brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Right. I say make them both black. Make them both Hispanic. Who cares? But. Have it, they they tried to me that struck as they tried too hard to throw us off Mm -hmm, and it crashed and burned. Mm. Because I, even if they had gone the whole movie without naming this chick at all, I think that would have been a better move and have her show up like in the beginning of the next one as like Mary Jane or something.
1: Yeah, but then you're left being like, Who the fuck was that girl and why the hell was she in this movie? She had no reason to be in this movie.
2: Well, it's that you have – you're supposed to have the dichotomy between Gwen being the smart one and Mary Jane being the traditional, like, model pretty party girl.
1: Yeah, This one seems like a weird
2: was, third wheel that's like, well, a, like a protester. No no she, did, she did
0: fit a spot, though, because, like – I remember there were people when I went to high school that were those weird loners. No,
2: they, she, did, well, yeah. she did, and she could have been anyone, like another friend. I think she would have been better as a friend of Peter mm-hmm. because yeah. she's so sardonic, but – That was always the thing is the differences between Gwen and Mary Jane. I feel like we should have. She was funny enough that I would have just made her her own person. I feel like she's lost a little bit now
0: being MJ.
1: Yeah. I could see that.
0: I don't know. They changed a lot of shit with the MCU, but they've never changed anything that I've hated. And like, On paper, when I first read it, I've been like, oh, God, they're changing this. This is going to be weird. And then when it's happened, I've been fine with it. Like, I think it's hilarious. uh, One of those changes being Aunt May. I'm all right with the new I'm Aunt May. I'm perfectly okay with the Aunt May. But what I think is funny is up until this point, Aunt May has just been this old crone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she, all of a sudden that she's was one of hot, thing about the same, Tomei.
2: That was one of the things about the Sam Raimi movies is she looked exactly like her comic yeah, book Yeah, she counterpart. looked exactly. Oh, yeah. But I there's mean, no his, reason his Aunt May – Yeah, Peter Park – high school Peter Parker's there, aunt no shouldn't she, be 88. Yeah, there's no <laughs>
0: reason she would be 88. She would be in her 40s. But you know I mean,
2: what? <laughs> I liked you, – you, you know, she would be in her 50s, 40s, 50s or something. I like that they didn't go for the obvious – they they toned her down. Like she had on like mm-hmm. flattening, unflattering clothes mm-hmm. half the time. Um, she didn't look done up every time she the left the house. She's clearly hands. like a single parent figure mm-hmm. trying to raise a high schooler. So when they it o- worked much better than in – say in Civil War she was hot Aunt May. Yeah. They toned it down I think in this movie and it worked out really well.
0: When I, I'm really curious because I know they'll get into this eventually. Now well, she I, knows he's Spider-Man. <laughs> Well, that, but, like, what happened – His even though I'm glad this wasn't an origin story, mm-hmm. I'm really glad it wasn't. I'm still curious about, like, how this Peter got his powers, what happened to Uncle Ben, all this. I like how I they buttoned it there. up, like – it they, was spider. they alluded to Uncle Ben.
2: They did. Yeah. Well, he's he's obviously a presence, but I like how they're like, radioactive spider, it died. Like, yeah. okay, so <laughs> I guess if they were not going to bite other people or do some comic bullshit like that, like, they wrapped it up succinctly yeah. and – I feel like they should cast an Uncle Ben, either for flashbacks or to have a photo on, like, the mantle or something. Yeah, yeah. And I am real glad the the Gwyneth Paltrow um, Pepper cameo seemed out of nowhere. And yeah. I guess they're back together.
0: Yeah, I'm, see, I'm glad they had that. But I'm glad it, that, they That's c- what I was saying is it was kind of like a little bit of a Iron Man 3 sequel in a way. Yeah, it's like it, it gave you ra- some closure on But she was with them.
2: D- Yeah, but I thought Civil War gave us some closure where she... It did,
0: but not really closure. It just opened her. See, whatever that was,
2: I'm fine with it because I liked the Tony Pepper dynamic. Yeah. And I did not like the Tony Aunt May dynamic. Yeah. That was a little little weird. I like that she does not like Tony. And I like that Tony, I guess, is clearly... He mentioned like your hot Aunt May before, Mm. but I guess he's back with Pepper or something. Yeah, they're getting married. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure they are. Yeah, no, press, I think they're
0: getting married. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're getting married. No, she mean, seemed in the over it. In, she in was, was like, you're not, eye not eye doing that. No, they went and,
0: no,
1: I, I they, think they, they went and got it. married in, in front it. of the press. Yeah.
2: I feel like Pepper's smart enough. She'd tell the entire world to be like, no. <laughs> like, if he <laughs> tried that, I feel like he's, he tried. She was like, no. He took the ring. Maybe he'll like drop a, drop that bomb like after the press conference at dinner that night. But there is no way he's proposing, A, off screen. Without a million Iron Men lighting up the sky saying, Pepper, will you marry me?
1: No, he's not off-screen. He's in front of, he's in front of no, all the press. No, off the movie screen.
2: Off uh, our yeah, screen. yeah, that's fine. We don't need
1: to see him do that. We just no, he saw did them not. get married. I, I'd put money on it right
2: now. He did not propose in that press conference.
1: I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I'll a put lot money of, they on it. They do a lot of crazy shit I'll put it right now screen. on air. I'll say. That that he proposed in the press bucks, conference? 20 bucks he did
2: not propose it during that press conference. 20 Okay. Uh, okay. So now you're not sure. 20 bucks? I'll put five bucks on it. It sounds like you're not sure to me.
0: I'll put 20 bucks on it. you put
1: 20 bucks yeah. on it? That did he did? That, that he money? did? Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Tony Stark proposed.
1: Yeah, I think he did. That was the plan.
2: Oh, now that you're not putting money on, you're suddenly sure. I'm just saying. I am certain. I didn't
1: say I wouldn't put money. Well, now I can't be the only one not putting money in. Well, now Tanner's now already, already taking Tanner it. Tanner saved yeah. you from that.
0: <laughs> Which it should. We should find that out in Infinity War 1 or 2. Yeah. I would imagine. So, uh,
2: I mean, we, or it might be three movies before we settle this bet. But yeah. it's in there. Yeah. They'll let the record show.
0: No, I, I like that, though. They, I mean, they mentioned the Hulkbuster, which is yeah. different from Veronica, which is what we saw in Age of Ultron. Of, and apparently, according to the new D23 uh, footage, D23 is this big Disney thing that Yeah, happened the especially. Disney Expo, yeah. yeah. And uh, they showed some Infinity War footage, and apparently, you've got the Hulkbuster fighting. Like yeah, Thanos or something. In
2: I I do believe that because it's a different toy to sell.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I will buy it. I will gladly buy it. And if you are if you're fucking telling me like I thought Veronica was fucking badass, mm-hmm. and if you come out with something bigger and better than that, fuck yeah, dude. Like, fuck yeah. Have you? I don't know if you're familiar with the Hot Toys, because I yeah. co- I collect toys. The listeners may not know, but I like I like the Marvel toys and shit. And uh, but there's this brand called Hot Toys that are like. Super detailed, one-sixth scale, like a foot tall. Expensive. Expensive as shit. God, I mean, it's. I'll never own one of these, more than likely. And uh, they have a Hulkbuster figure that stands, like, you know, two and a half, three feet tall. (laughs) Yeah. And you can take one of the Iron Man... uh, the one Iron their, Man?
2: Yeah, one of their Iron Man hot toys. Yeah, one of their
0: Iron Man hot toys and actually fit inside of it. It lights up. I mean, it, it's a fucking massive thing, and the Hulk's the same way. Mm-hmm. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. Like, extremely detailed figures. But. I saw,
2: speaking of that expo, I, I couldn't tell you who any of them were, but they name dropped, like, the crew Thanos is rolling with. I'm, yeah, Thanos' children. I'm hoping mm. that it was either they left it out on purpose, but I really, I really want Red Skull to show back up. And as much as, like, Hugo Weaving's flip-flopped on whether he likes that role or not, get a dude to do the accent. Throw a bucket and a half of face paint on him. You'll never know it's a different—we're not going to do a Terrence Howard, Don Cheadle thing. Like, you would never know if Red Skull's a different dude. If you
0: can replace Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle, you can replace Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like— with some other He's you know, under a pound and like, a half of prosthetics. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's probably putting it lightly. He's under 10 and a half pounds yeah. of prosthetics and makeup. And someone can do a German accent. I think it's I, I just want him back. Mm. They left it too ambiguous for me. I don't think Red Skull's gone.
1: I want to see the Iron Skull. I want I want him to get an Iron Man armor. Mm, that would be sweet. That would be sweet. I, uh, I speaking still want to see new armor. Is, I'm uh I've been reading back and forth. The Hydra logo on the front.
0: A lot of people are saying that that new Spider-Man suit then was the Iron Spider, which shows up in— it, That's what I was that's thinking. That's what yeah. I was kind of thinking. I thought it was just a new suit that happened to look like the new suit from the uh, new Spider-Man game coming out It on did kind of look like that. But, and it was just a neat tie-in they had there. No, it had, it had it shoulder like, things going on. Yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely the Iron Spider. Or there was a reference earlier, uh, Donald Glover's character— they hinted at this. Donald Glover's yeah. character in the movie, yeah. he hints at his, he's like, this yeah, nephew. I got a nephew that lives in the, that nephew is Miles Morales. Right. Who becomes Peter, or becomes Spider-Man, Spider-Man. later on. Mm. They're going to wait, they, I
2: think they'll bring him in, but they've got to wait till Peter's older and yeah, then oh, he yeah. can be the mentor. Oh, yeah. Plus Miles' outfit's the, uh, like black and red. Yeah,
0: Miles Morales is the, uh, I don't know, the Nightwing to Spider-Man like he takes over the sort mantle of, but he, he was Parker never Spider-Man. Yeah.
2: He was never Spider-Man's sidekick. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess he just he skips the Robin stage and yeah, starts yeah. his Nightwing.
0: And uh and Peter's still a mentor to him, but definitely not in the same like sidekicky kind of way. But so they plant that seed for future movies. And then a lot of people are also saying that that suit is Miles Morales's suit for about... I don't see that. No,
2: because yeah. they can still milk it for... Because his
0: nephew at this point is going to be like nine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, they're going to wait till. I mean, they, they're thinking long-term. Eventually, we're not going to be able to buy Tom Holland in middle... Sc- or a high school. He'll have to go to college. People will be like, ah, oh, we need like another Spider-Man movie. And they'll re-reboot yeah. with Miles Morales and have Peter show up at the end to be Sony's Nick Fury. Yeah. And he'll assemble the Spider-Man team mm-hmm. and it's going to... That'll be when it... Not for Miles Morales, but I'm saying all this out loud thinking of it on the fly, and that'll be where it falls apart where I'm like, Jesus Christ, Sony, stop trying to make your universe. (laughs) Just
0: just take that free money from Marvel. Just give them the 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 characters. And I think that's honestly what Marvel's betting on, is just them being like, look, let them go spin their wheels and make their shitty movies, and they're going to realize they're not going to make money, and they're going to sell us the rights to Venom and Carnage and all this other shit.
2: Do... Does Sony have anything that's not Spider-Man related? No. Okay.
0: They. Uh, it's a it's
2: a large group of Spider-Man related, but yeah,
0: yeah. They've basically handpicked the best villains, and the best one they got is Venom, and yeah. they're gonna do a Venom movie with Tom Hardy, and they think the star power can sell there, and then the villain is gonna be Carnage.
2: I. That makes me nervous.
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna be a terrible movie. I know. Because I mean, it's just a quick cash grab from. They're trying to get what they can. And then it's gonna fail, and then they're gonna realize, like, okay, well, we should probably just let Because the Marvel Universe is already set up to do something crazy, like an alien symbiote. It is. It's yeah. already boom. It's there. You have no exposition really. But this to tell Peter on
2: that. doesn't even have his job at the Bugle and established animosity with an Eddie
0: Brock. No. Or J Jonah Jameson. What's fun yeah. though? A neat Easter egg. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but uh. When they showed the high school, like, news briefing. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Betty Brant. Betty Brant. But, yeah. yes, I was annoyed
2: that she looked exactly like Gwen Stacy, though. Yeah. Blonde hair, black headband. Like, she, yeah. that's exactly... if you, you can't do Gwen Stacy now because you've got a chick who looks exactly like mm-hmm.
0: her. Unless they change her completely up.
2: That's true. Yeah,
0: which mm-hmm. I'm perfectly okay mm-hmm. with that because it, it's... You gotta do something. I don't at this care point what they look like. I just surprise. want the character to be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what bothers me. And uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, but I thought that was a neat little thing that I don't think a lot of people picked up on. Is Betty Brant? For those listening, Betty Brant is uh, who's Elizabeth Banks played mm-hmm. in the Sam Raimi movies. Yep. It was like the assistant to Jay Jonah Jameson, later mm-hmm. a reporter. Yeah. So yeah. She probably had a little, fling, yeah. fling
2: with Peter once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, it's, they got a – I feel like once they get their J. Jonah Jameson, it, uh, I bet they could license – like I almost say like they could buy that back from Sony because they would have – then they'd have a, like a consistent reporter doing the news on every single like – in any Marvel movie mm-hmm. ever if they could cast a J. Jonah Jameson just to sort of connect them all a
0: little. Oh, that would be great. They already have cool. that – they already have like a Marvel news network. That they do like little YouTube things with, and they get that lady that uh, worked for Vanity Fair in Iron Man t- or Iron Man 1. Yeah. They have mm-hmm. her on there. It's like a CNN sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, like headline news, but it's like totally just stuff in the Marvel world. Yeah. It- it's pretty neat, and they could totally get her on there in a couple of years and have her reporting, and then get J. Jonah Jameson on there or whatever.
2: He could be, I mean, I know he started out as the newspaper editor in chief, but with times changing, he's like, Part pundit, part news, like head of a news like station, but still comes on and like talks to people. Yeah.
1: Ever since the event, he could be like yeah. a Glenn Beck sort of character.
2: Oh yeah, but yeah. then you could throw him in every single Marvel movie and have him just as an on-screen character, yeah, yeah. and then have him actually running around doing shit.
1: And he in... blames it all on Spider-Man. He was a menace. <laughs> Spider-Man was a neighborhood menace in this movie. With yeah, this he
0: was. No, and that's something. Like, I want to jump back to this news thing. So, like, I don't want to <laughs> abandon that, but. uh That's one thing that I was really happy we saw is that, A, Spider-Man was a neighborhood menace, but I've I've been thinking about this ever since I was a kid before the first Spider-Man movie came out. It's like, you only ever saw Spider-Man in the city, Mm -hmm. but he's the neighborhood Spider-Man, and to me, a neighborhood was suburbia. Yeah. And you never saw Spider-Man. like I was like, how would Spider-Man handle like being out in suburbia? There's not tall buildings for him to swing from. I love from. that they actually they, showed that, yeah. though. They yeah. actually showed that, finally. Like That was a, a lifelong thing. He has to that run I'll across always, yeah. a golf course. Like, he's yeah. literally just running, like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, fuck, <laughs> I need something tall. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty great. But back to the news thing is in the comic more – like Marvel Civil War, mm-hmm. they had several comics that were interspersed there that were just news people covering the events. Oh, yeah. They, it was the, the entire comic, like a little like 30, 35-page yeah. comic, was just about a news staff trying to like go out on a story or something, and it was super interesting, and That's I would neat. love to see little shorts like that of like behind-the-scenes news footage uh, and do it like, maybe Cloverfield style where it's found footage. And just behind the scenes news footage of mar people kind of like the
1: Thor's Breakfast or whatever. Yeah.
0: But it's the mockumentary. Yeah. Yeah, it's people in the Marvel universe shooting the news. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. That would be That would be yeah. cool.
2: There was I might be on YouTube. Somebody did that, a fan project with Eddie Brock. Mm. It was I remember it was black and white, but it was like a fountain maybe seven or eight minutes of Eddie Brock and how he was like investigating. He was clearly leading up to like meeting the venom suit Mm. but he was pre-venom and like how much he hated his job and like the type of terrible person he was like he would shake people down for interviews just being a fucking awful journalist um but you know just showed a day in his life which was pretty Mm -hmm. interesting because you're like this dude's gonna he's he's it's clearly leading up to some alien shit going to get a venom suit but it's a youtube fan project they're not gonna show all that
1: yeah I bet it was better than anything in Iron Man, or, uh, sorry, not Iron Man 3. Not you this time, not this time. <laughs> it probably was better than anything in Iron Man 3. Anything in Spider-Man 3, with fucking God, Topher movie Grace. God, that was terrible. Ugh. God, that guy. I don't. He should not have been Eddie Brock. I think, I still think Rollins could have been Eddie Brock. Back then, Henry back Rollins? Back then, yeah. yeah back he, then, Henry. He's Eddie a, a little Rollins. too old No, now. yeah, not anymore, but at the time, Henry Rollins.
0: See, Topher Grace didn't bother me. It was There were so many other things that bothered me about that movie before I even got to Topher Grace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that I've, true. I've seriously, he, to this day, that aspect doesn't really bother me because I've still not even processed that far.
1: Okay, there it, is... It could have been anyone who's who was Venom and the mask kept fucking pulling back. That still it, it would have just, pissed me it, off. It was how um, they did
0: Venom that bothered me. It was, like, yeah. His mask shouldn't be pulling back. He shouldn't be really talking, period. Yeah, yeah like, not really.
2: There was... There was one other thing that bothered me about this Homecoming movie. The kid who played Flash. Yeah. Flash Thompson should be at least a foot and a half taller than Peter. And he's the high school All-American quarterback. He's not on the fucking debate team. Yeah. Yeah. Flash Thompson would beat up that version of Flash Thompson for being small and being on the debate team. Yeah, a nerd.
0: Yeah. See, I, I was okay with that. I'll tell you, well, I'm not ultimately okay with that change, and I'll tell you why, but... As far as, like, overall, I'm okay with it, because as a quote-unquote bully goes, mm-hmm. I remember that kid from high school, you know, like... Yeah. That just douchey, like, rich kid.
2: No, I, I'm with and, you. And yeah. so I'm
0: okay with that change, but where I'm not okay with the change... Like, for this movie, it worked. I didn't care, whatever. But as forward-thinking as Marvel is, eventually Flash Thompson, he gets a hold of the... uh Venom symbiote and becomes Agent Venom. Like yeah. he's like a secret agent cuz he's super ripped and he gets like trained with yeah, guns and shit and he's right. a badass and he's like an anti-hero and you couldn't do that with this current iteration of Flash Thompson Thompson ever.
2: I'm no. with I'm with you on the we all knew that kid, but there was on top of knowing that kid, there's still the high school quarterback who's a foot and yeah. a half taller and shoving that kid into a locker. Right. Yeah. Like Put him on. I would have, if I had to have him on the debate. Like
0: that, like inner city New York schools. There's so many kids up there. There's no way they can all have a football team.
2: Yeah, but that's. I'm I'm just saying, like, that's his, you know, archetype. And even, even if Flash is dumb, like, even if he has to be on the debate team because we want him in DC, he should be like, not that he should be terrible at it. I like, like, I didn't mind that he was a DJ. That was a cool guy thing to do. I. And that he just hated Peter. It's, that was fine, that, but yeah. put him on the debate team reluctantly. Make him hate
1: going there. And uh, I'm he, only here because my dad says I have to. Yeah. or something.
2: Make him a like millennial jerk or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, he should still be definitely bigger than Peter Parker. Yeah, taller, more massive, and yeah, handsomer. Making out with a different yeah. chick in every scene, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I
0: overall, I liked the movie. I liked it a lot. Oh, I, I didn't see I it. Can, No, it was I like,
2: it. I, I don't know if that means it's, it's, I, I tied the first two for the best, but that one's the next, and it's close. It's yeah, close to the top. There. I top liked three. it. I,
0: yeah, I liked it better than any Spider-Man movie we've gotten thus far. He really? was
2: the best combination. He's the best Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Easily. Mm-hmm. Um, they The casting is solid. The writing and acting was solid. Um, it's... I have no doubt he'll fit in perfectly with the rest of the Infinity War people. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm looking forward to future Spider-Man movies, hopefully. Yes. Um, I, and I want to see how he has adapted to using all the suit, the 500-something different versions yeah. of webs that he can I kind of hope he ditches like a
2: lot of that and makes his own versions of
1: stuff. That's fine, but I'd I like think, to see I him use that more of I think that happen,
0: because I've got a theory that I think after Infinity War, because... I mean, once Thanos gets that gauntlet, he right. can do anything. Mm-hmm. Literally.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And they plan on sort of starting, not starting over, but starting fresh with phase two. Mm-hmm. So I plan on them phasing out a bunch of characters. And then. I'm sure some will die. Yeah, some are going to die. I hope so. And then other characters are going to take over. Like we know that Spider Man's going to last on because they've got a yeah. sequel planned. And. I think we'll see him have to build his own suit after Infinity War, and that's going to be part of the process.
2: There are some things I think Tony Stark certainly helped with uh, the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like Peter's not building that like in science class. The yeah. the way it sort of fits in better. I mean, I I get that that's like it was a nice necessary. Touch. The the wings, the the sort of web wings comics that were really good, but I don't need the AI, and I I feel like he should instead of the suit telling him when to jump and how to use web grenades, like, he could figure that mm-hmm. shit out himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I just, again, I still really liked his homemade version that he
0: fought in at the end. Mm-hmm. I
1: like how the suit, he puts it on loose, and he can hit the thing, and it tightens yeah, that up. I think that's a nice touch. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of little touches like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why. Yeah, I, I think the know. the vocal aid is not needed at all. Yeah. He's got spider sense, right, from getting bit by a he spider. He didn't use any of that, did he? Yeah, that's why I was like his... When we were watching it, I was like, is she supposed to be his spider sense now? You, you want
0: to know? Uh, this will be our fun movie fact, since I missed it last time. But uh, the voice of his suit is Jennifer Conley. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew that one. Yeah.
2: But he who is
0: yeah. married. Go on. To uh, the guy that plays Vision. Who Paul, Bettany. Also, Paul Bettany? Paul mm-hmm. who is also the voice of Jarvis.
2: Huh.
0: Yeah. So I, just, I don't know. I who, is, who is no.
2: Friday in... Tony's suit now.
0: I was looking that up one day because I was convinced that she's in Force Awakens, but she's not. Hmm. Um, Jennifer Hale. Is it Jennifer <laughs> Hale? She does a no. lot of voices. I don't know, maybe. I feel I like know. I might have looked it up and forgot, but... It's just some
1: Irish lady. She's an actress.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. But Anyway. We should probably be wrapping this uh-huh. up, though. We won't get right. along.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, we never did our... You did your ranking. We didn't do our rankings. Yeah. Um, I would go... Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, then Homecoming, then Amazing? Spider-Man 1, and then Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then Spider-Man 3.
0: Homecoming, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1. Okay, and then the rest, the same? Yeah. <laughs> the rest don't I f- matter. I yeah. don't
2: know whether yeah. I hate Spider-Man Amazing Spider-Man 2 more or Spider-Man 3 because I've had so much more time to hate Spider-Man 3.
0: Go rewatch the Amazing Spider-Man movies. You will be amazed at how much you hate them after seeing this. I'm going to rewatch.
2: It's five movies. I'll rewatch them all anyway. Like,
0: I, I still like, and I didn't rewatch the Raimi ones. But in my mind, I still fucking love Spider-Man two. But I, I didn't like, and one. But I didn't like Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, either of them when they came out, and. My God, are they terrible now. Just in comparison.
2: I would say maybe I hate Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 2 more because I was, think- I was just thinking about rewatching them. And I feel like, okay, I could do Spider-Man 3, but God, I'm going to have to fucking slug through Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and the awful... God, that movie was dumb. It was dumb.
1: It, it was It was, dumb. was a
2: dumb, dumb it movie. Was pretty dumb. It was a trailer for The Sinister Six, which nobody had asked for without establishing the rest of them first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You killed off Norman Osborne immediately. I don't, I don't fucking get it.
0: Now it was... God, it's bad. I'm, uh. <laughs> anyway, well, oh, yeah. you guys have anything to shout about before we close out, or... What were you say? Um,
1: I was gonna ask a question real quick. Yeah. How do you think in Spider-Man Two, since that's one that we all liked, and this new one that we all liked, um, <clears throat> how would you compare the like him holding the ship apart or holding the ship together mm. thing with him stopping the train?
2: I you know like talking the train scene better. Like, I like the train scene better. Well, okay. It, I knew Iron Man was gonna show up thanks to the previews. Right. That's true. Um. That's true. No one showed
1: up to help him stop a train.
2: Yeah, I think think the train was better because he... Like, it felt like it hurt him more. Like, he was beaten Mm. up at the end of that. Like, it took a toll. Mm -hmm. He got a verbal lashing from Tony Stark at the end of the boat. But, like, I knew no one was going to swoop in. And I knew... You know, fucking Harry Osborne, James Franco wasn't gonna come in on a flying snowboard because it's two thousand two and those are hip and in right now. Yeah. <laughs> God. With the, with his no mask and a katana. God, maybe I don't the, want to watch the Spider new Ranger goblin again.
1: Isn't that what they called him?
2: Yeah, there was nothing goblin about him. They the teased goblin. a hobgoblin mask and then they Yep. Then they gave me that. Yeah. And it made no sense. Why is he seeing visions of his father? that magically lead him to rooms he doesn't know about. Christ those movies. Ugh. I'll just like, we're out of time, aren't we? I yeah, mean, we're, we're yeah, out of time. Yeah, I can't do yeah. this right now.
0: <laughs> no, but uh, I want to remind everybody this Saturday is Sip and Savor. Yeah. Um come on. Yeah, and I think uh Akekos is doing a giveaway on Friday. So get on Facebook and look up Akekos. Like, I don't know what they are, marketing. Web, I know what they are, but I don't know what they call They call themselves.
1: A-K-E-K-O-S? Yeah. That sounds Greek.
0: Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But, yeah, they're giving away some tickets to Sip and Savor. It'll be down at the Choo Choo. And then uh, also I wanted to say that Android announced, I can't remember if it was today or yesterday, but they've got their own native podcast app, which we will be on, so make sure to look us up on there if you're on Android. And I think that's it. So yeah. this has been episode eighty four of yeah. the breach out podcast.
1: Work. Cheers.